News. Here's another 106.3 Radio Lafayette News and Weather Update. Brought to you by Kathy Dyson Realty. Your real estate partner specializing in the North Vermilion Parish communities. Go to KathyDysonRealty.com today for the service you deserve from the people you can trust. Overall, a quiet morning here to start off this Wednesday. Temperatures are in the mid-70s with a few areas of light fog. Rain chances today on the lower side as they'll increase to 30%. So for the afternoon, just looking at some isolated showers and thunderstorms, partly cloudy skies otherwise, and it will be hot and steamy with high temperatures near 93 degrees. That brings that heat index closer to about 105 to 108 degrees. From the live Doppler 10 Storm Team Weather Center, I'm Chris Cozart. The game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles is your home for the Houston Astros. Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, and the rest of the Astros are looking to get back to the World Series. You can listen at every pitch, hit, and thrilling victory as Robert Ford and Steve Sparks will be on the call. Tune in all season long for Astros baseball right here on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. You know you like us. Then it's time for you to show us how much you like being in a relationship with the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Go give us a like on our revamped Facebook page and follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. I can love you like that. That way you can get the latest interviews, breaking news, and whatever shenanigans we're up to. Just search The Game Louisiana and be hooked up with Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette, here is the producer extraordinaire, Hannah Five Names, and your big, bald, beautiful host, Raymond Parts III, better known as RP3. That was not an easy decision. I love Chauncey. He's been a big part of what we've been able to do here, specifically defensively, a big part of our organization for the last three years. And certainly we wish him the best. We wouldn't have done that if we didn't feel extremely confident in the group that we have. We feel like the defensive backfield was one of the deeper positions that we had, and and we had a chance to acquire some more assets. And so that's that's the decision that, that we made. So Dennis Allen talking about trading Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Fan favorite C.D. Deuce to the Philadelphia Eagles. In return, the Saints got a bag of crawfish with no potatoes, no corn, no nothing. Good morning. Welcome to RP3 and Company. I'm your big, bald, and beautiful host, Raymond the Third, better known as RP3. I'm joined inside the studio by the producer extraordinaire, Miss Hannah Five Names. We got plenty to get to today, but I have a funny feeling what the majority of you are going to want to talk about. So we got four guests for you. Coach Dez will be joining us. That's right. The debut episode of Hashtag Culture with Coach Dez debuts this morning. 
caught up with Coach Dez earlier this week. That means we're talking all things Raging Cajuns at 7 o'clock at 7.30. The Mad Dog from Tiger Details. Our good friend Ron Higgins will join us to gear up for the LSU season opener against Florida State. At 8 o'clock, we're going to talk more Raging Cajuns with Dan McDonald, the Louisiana Sports Hall of Famer, and the man who's the play-by-play voice for the ESPN Plus broadcast of Raging Cajun Athletics. And at 8.30, we're going to talk all things Saints with our guy Andrew Juge from the Saints Happy Hour podcast. Of course, we have our foodie poll question of the week, which we will unveil. But it feels like it's going to be a phone call day. Game hotline is open, 337-706-0111. That's 337-706-0111. When the news came out yesterday, live during Kevin's show, I knew what the reaction was going to be. I knew what many of you would be feeling. But I'm going to say something. I was not blindsided by the trade. You don't draft Alante Taylor where you did this spring if you have full confidence that you're going to have Chauncey Garner-Johnson locked up for the future. You don't bring in Marcus May and Tyron Matthew. You just don't. You kept P.J. Williams around on a one-year deal because he could play both corner and safety. The Saints were never going to overpay for a guy who is a slot cornerback. They just weren't. It's just not how they're built. And when you first heard rumblings that Chauncey was wanting a new contract and how much that he was going to want, and when he said earlier this summer that he felt that he was the best slot corner in the NFL, when you say something like that on social media or to a member of the media – and you're entering a contract year, that means you want to get paid. You're letting everyone know you want to get paid. And apparently the talks began and the talks broke off because Chauncey wanted so much money and the Saints weren't willing to pay him. So the Saints had hedged their bets going all the way back to the draft when they took Alante Taylor out of Tennessee, who can play both corner and, wait for it, safety. That's what they did. Every move they've done was to shore up their secondary and add depth at all positions in the secondary corner and safety. Chauncey wanted a lot of money. Saints didn't want to pay him. Now, the fact that the Saints probably should have traded him earlier this year, maybe early during training camp or during the offseason, they could have got more value for him. That's on them. Because now you trade him to the Eagles and you get nothing in return. You get some, you know, you get some late round picks. What, a fifth and a sixth? That's it. Now, you only spent a fourth round pick on Chauncey to begin with. Coming out of Florida. This feels like the priorities are elsewhere. This feels like they value putting money with other players. 
if you're not going to give Chauncey the big contract, then if you're Mickey Loomis, you're looking at everything, you're going, okay, who do I need to make sure to give my money to? Well, I can give Chauncey this amount of money, but just this much. Because I got to make sure I'm taking care of so-and-so, and and I got to make sure I got to take care of so-and-so. You got to make decisions. Who's more valuable to the team? Is Chauncey more valuable as a slot corner than, say, in a couple years when you're going to have to pay Paulson Adebo, who's emerging as a legit number two cornerback in the NFL? Starting corners more valuable than slot corner. Period. That's how that works. And you need to be able to have the money to do things. The fact that they traded him on roster cutdown day was interesting. There's a lot of interesting things about the Saints roster cutdown day. Guys that got cut that I didn't think were going to, and guys they kept on the 53-man roster like Traquan Smith, that I said, eh, you know, if he was, if anybody was going to be in danger, it was going to be him. But he made it because he can run block. That's your number six wide receiver. But trading Chauncey, I get it, fan favorite, provokes the other team, forces other wide receivers to punch him in his helmet, gets in the face of Tom Brady. I get it. Fan favorite, he's the pest, he gets after the other team. This is also the same guy that fought Michael Thomas during training camp, or during a practice, rather. Did his shtick wear thin on his own team? Because don't forget, Dennis Allen's been his defensive coordinator his entire career in the pros. So this is the franchise that drafted him. This is the coach that coached him on that side of the football. Now who's the head coach? And they're like, we're okay shipping him out a week before the start of the season. I'm not saying there's... I don't have any inside information about any of that. But the team that drafted Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, the coach who developed him and coached him from day one, is now the head coach, a defensive-minded coach. And they traded him. Now, what Mickey says goes, and he may listen to what Dennis Allen has to say, and D.A. may have said, hey, look, I'd really like to keep Chauncey, and Mickey may have said, you know what? If we can keep Chauncey at this number, I'm all about it. And that could have very well what happened. And when Chauncey's representation and himself said, hey, I want more money, they're like, okay. And then they shipped him out. It's a bit of a punch in the gut. I get it. But if you've been paying attention to what the Saints have been doing, the way they've been building the roster, it sure did seem like they were ensuring that they were going to be taken care of for the next couple years if Chauncey walked in free agency because he was going to be a free agent after this year. This was the last year of his rookie deal. So how they attacked the draft 
and how they attacked free agency was an indicator of they were preparing to not have Chauncey Gardner-Johnson in 2023. Once again, the fact that they just dumped him off. Nah. And Salty Steve chimes in that it, they should have paid him. Good DBs don't grow on trees. Emotional leader on defense as well as an antagonist that got under the other team's skin. He will be missed. Steve, the leader of the defense is Demario Davis. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's never been the leader of a defense. He just hasn't. Demario Davis is the man who leads that defense with his voice and with his actions, and he doesn't have to do shenanigans to do it. So I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna disagree firmly with that stance. Was he a player that was well liked on the team? Yes. Was he well liked in that locker room? Those reports go back and forth. Was he a great antagonist? Sure was. I agree with the antagonist and getting under underneath people's skins absolutely all day. A leader? No. A leader on that team was Malcolm Jenkins. A leader on that team is Demario Davis. A leader on that team is Cam Jordan. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was not a leader. There's leadership qualities, and then there's not leadership qualities. And from the outside looking in, look, we don't know what the dynamics are behind the scenes. We always say, and I've said on this show, he's the type of player that you love to have on your team but you hate to face, right? Other teams hate him because he talks trash and because he gets in your face and because he provokes you. You love having that guy on your team, but you hate facing him. How does that go over in his own locker room? How does that play in the locker room with his teammates? Do they like it? How does Chauncey behave during practice? How does he interact with Marshawn Lattimore? How does he interact with Demario Davis? How does he interact with the rest of those guys? Do they find his antics tiresome? Has he jaw and went off and popped off at the mouth to guys on that team? If you listen to the Saints players yesterday, did you hear anyone come out upset that Chauncey Garner-Johnson was no longer on the roster? You remember how mad everyone was when Mark Ingram, the Saints parted ways with Mark Ingram, and he signed with Baltimore Ravens? You heard Cam Jordan talk about it. You heard Alvin Kamara talk about it. You heard you saw things on social media left and right. Did you see a bunch of outrage from Saints players about Chauncey Gardner-Johnson being traded? I'm just saying. The reaction was different was different we don't know what goes on behind the scenes do I think it's a bad move to trade him the week before the season yes yeah you're gearing up you're you're, you're you've turned the page to game prep so what's happened behind the scenes I, this look I've been covering sports for 20 years we're not being told something just being real you don't make a move like this right before the start of the season if something hadn't happened behind the scenes. We're not being told about it, but something 
happen behind the scenes. Sure does feel that way. Let's head out to the hotline. Welcome on James to the show. James, good morning to you, brother. What's on your mind? Hey, I wanted to chime in on the, the subject of the day, man. Uh, I agree with your take, you know, 100%, right? The fan in me was furious. The fan in me, my gut reaction was furious. He, we see what's on the field. He's got that bigger-than-life persona that probably makes us think he's great instead of just really good. Um, but the businessman in me gets it. You know, Mickey Loomis is working his cap magic. We're trying to get over, you know, paying for the Drew Brees days. Right now, today, we're at $11 million under the cap. But next year, we're going in there $60 million over. But the year after that, we're $30 million under, right? We're right. about to get over, pay the piper for Drew Brees. And what I think we're not seeing is the, the gulf between what he wanted and what we were able to give him must have been so big that they just knew they had to let him go now. I'm with you. We should have done it sooner. But I think the Saints have a certain amount of hubris to think that if I get a fifth and a sixth-round pick, I got a fair chance to hit on somebody like this later. Mm. They paid a fourth-round pick for him, but then again, they paid a fourth-round pick for Ian Book. So take it where you <laughs> James, I appreciate the phone call, brother. <laughs> have a great day, man. Yeah, look. The Saints, Chauncey could have wanted an enormous amount of more money. I, I've been told it can be anywhere between four to five million dollars. They were off per year. Okay, that's a lot of money. And once again, they were less than a million dollars in negotiations when Mark Ingram's contract came up from him leaving, from him staying, and the Saints said, "See ya." That was less than a million dollars. Less than a million. And they couldn't come to terms. I've been told Chauncey wanted that they, they weren't even remotely close. And I get Steve's point about paying DBs. I'm not paying a slot corner cube, uh, 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 cornerback one money. I'm just not. Lattimore and Adebo are more important than Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. They just are. The slot corner I can find. Heck, I can have a safety hybrid play that position. Chauncey was a very, is a good to very good player. He's not a great player. Not an elite player. Call me old-fashioned. I'm not giving guys elite player money that aren't elite. I'm not paying for emotion. I'm just not. I'm not going to pay for a motion. Because the flip side of that is this. Yes, an emotional leader, as Steve has brought up. I, okay, I'll agree with that. His emotions also get the best of him. And it's a dangerous game that you play when you have a player that that's emotional, that provokes other people to punch him in practice, his own teammates, and opposing players. Can you sit here and tell me this morning 100% that, yeah, Chauncey can control himself, that he would never cross the line and he would never be the one to punch somebody else and get a suspension and cost his team a game? You can't tell me that this morning. Being the provoker is great. 
But then sometimes when someone provokes you back, you lose your composure, and that can hurt the team. Just like to point that out. We got to take a timeout. Keep those phone calls coming. Keep those comments coming. Game hotline is open 337-706-0111. You're listening to RP3 and Company right here on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station and your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. We supply the sports. The Buffalo Wings are up to you. Tell me what wingy. This is the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Here is the game traffic report on 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. It looks like we have a clear Wednesday morning. No accidents to report. But if you see something, do say something. Just call us at 337-706-0119. This update was brought to you by Superior Contract Cleaning, Acadiana's top choice for flood, fire, and mold remediation. Visit superiorcontractcleaning.com. That's your traffic report on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Football season is here, and the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles wants to crown you the tailgating king with the ultimate tailgate giveaway. Powered by St. Landry Lumber, Austin Outdoors, you can score $500 to chop specialty meats, a new grill with accessories, a $500 Visa gift card, tickets to LSU and Raging Cajun football games, and much more. Enter in the Game Rewards Club. It's the ultimate tailgate giveaway. Powered by St. Landry Lumber, Austin Outdoors, and the game. Junior League of Lafayette's annual Tinsel and Treasures Holiday Market is returning to the Cajun Dome September 21st through the 24th. It's the biggest shopping event of the year. Shop more than 100 merchants to find unique decorations, jewelry, antiques, food, toys, household and gift items, apparel, skincare items, and much more. Tinsel and Treasures has been a great way to kick off the holiday season in the Lafayette community since 1994. With its proceeds supporting Junior League of Lafayette's mission to advance women's leadership through volunteer action, collaboration, and training. Get a jump start on all of your holiday shopping at the Tinsel and Treasures Holiday Market, September 21st through the 24th. For ticket information, visit JuniorLeagueOfLafayette.com. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Honey, can you get in here fast? Where is all this water coming from? The toilet is overflowing. Can you fix it? Uh, maybe I should just call Ace Plumbing? But it's Saturday night. Who's working at this hour? Ace is. They're on call 24-7. Oh, why does this always happen at the worst time? Any time would be the worst time. Ace Plumbing is here to help during those worst times. Ace has been locally owned and operated for three generations 
and prides itself on its honest and upfront pricing. So there are never any surprises. All of Ace's team members are background checked and drug tested, so you have peace of mind when they come to your home. I went to Ace's website, aceplumbinginc.com, and got the phone number. It's 337-565-2518. Great. Let me call. What's the number? It's 565-2518. Ace Plumbing, how can we make you smile? Ace Plumbing, your personal plumber. Let us give you a hand. Great news, my sports-loving friend. No more aimlessly searching for sports talk love by swiping left or right. That's because you've already found the perfect match. For Sports Talk Love, that is... Now, back to the only lover you'll ever need. The game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. In Louisiana, there are thousands of miles of utility lines and gas pipelines buried just beneath the surface, and sometimes multiple lines are in one area. So look, if you or a contractor that you've hired is digging a hole to put in a new fence, a pool, or for any other reason, minor landscaping, does not matter, you run the risk of hitting an underground line by digging only a few inches. What happens then? Maybe only knock the power out for your entire neighborhood, but sometimes there is an explosion with injuries and even death. It happens every single year. And there's a very simple way to avoid it. Before you dig, call 811. Call 811 two days before you dig. Tell the operator your address. And someone's going to come out and mark the location of buried lines so you or your contractor can avoid them. It's simple, it's free, and it's the law. Louisiana 811 operates 811 as a public service. And to promote public safety, Louisiana 811 and the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, reminds you, call 811 and know it's below before you dig we're talking about the new orleans saints on cut down day nonetheless trading chauncey garner johnson to the philadelphia eagles for a bag of crawfish with no potatoes and no corn and no sausage i do like sausage in my boiled crawfish what do we make of it i think look i said it earlier the writing's on the wall and He's going to play safety for the Eagles. Is that what he wanted to play? Is that what he's wanted to play? And the Saints were like, no, we're good. We want you as the slot corner. Could he have went to Dennis Allen and said, hey, I really want to be a starting safety. And instead, the Saints decided to go out and bring in Marcus May and Tyron Matthew. Could that be part of this as well that we're not really kind of looking at? Look at the moves they made. Marcus May, Tyron Matthew drafted Alante Taylor. Brought back P.J. Williams. Now, if you're Chauncey Garner-Johnson, you say you want to play safety, Marcus Williams leaves to go get paid to play for the Baltimore Ravens. Malcolm Jenkins retired. You probably think, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just as good as him. I want to be a starting safety. The money for a slot corner is far less than it is for a starting safety. Look what Marcus Williams got from Baltimore. So maybe Chauncey's just making a business decision. Hey, it's been great playing here. I want to be a starting safety. I want to get paid. Could be that. But the writing's been on the wall for this for a while. You don't draft Elante Taylor. 
You don't bring in the Honey Badger. You don't bring in Marcus May. You don't bring in Daniel Sorensen. They brought in a lot of defensive backs this offseason. A lot. And they're all on the roster. He isn't. So, once again, I feel like we're not being told something. His teammates did not rail against it. Against him being traded a week before the start of the season. The timing of it is odd. There's something a little off about it. Was it simply we heard what last week that negotiations had broken down? Is it a simple thing of, hey, we're putting together the 53-man roster. He wants this money. We're not going to give it to him. If we don't get a deal done, we're not going to get anything for him in the offseason because he's just going to walk, so we'll just take what we get. That could be that, too. Could have just decided, hey, well, this is the best we can do, so this is the best we can do. I don't know. But it feels like we're not. I think the fans are going to be more upset about Chauncey Gardner-Johnson being traded than the team is. And I think that's telling. I think that's telling. That the fan, members of the Houdat Nation, who are loud and proud, are upset by this because he was a fan favorite because he provoked Tom Brady and he provoked everyone that he ran into, including his own teammates. And they loved him because he played with a chip on his shoulder and he was a little small and he got after it. I get it. I do. I get it. But eh, do you think this team's going to miss a beat? I don't think so. And and you have guys that may not provoke the opposition, but they're emotional leaders. Demario Davis plays with emotion, leads with emotion. Have you seen his huddle? Tyron Matthew, emotional guy, emotional leader. I'm just saying. I know it hurts, Saints fan. I get it. One of the guys that you loved, maybe even had his jersey, has now been shipped out. But this should be a friendly reminder that the NFL is a business. And teams run their teams like a business. And the Saints believe the better thing for them is to part ways with Chauncey Garner-Johnson now. Because they believed it was best for their business. Whatever the reason may be, whether it's the fact that he wanted to get paid way too much money or he rubbed them the wrong way or whatever it might be, he's gone. And, and just a reminder, the Saints don't play around. How'd that work out for Jimmy Graham when it came to contract negotiations? How'd that work out for Mark Ingram with the contract negotiation? They don't play around, man. They have their number. They have their number that they're willing to pay, and they don't come off of that number. Mickey has proven over and over again, year after year, that it doesn't matter if you're a fan favorite. It doesn't matter if 
you uh, this guy is a fantasy football baller for your team doesn't matter if he sells thousands of jerseys Mickey don't care Mickey's going to make the decision that he feels is best for the franchise so Jimmy Graham traded Mark Ingram not re-signed Chauncey Gardner Johnson traded Darren Sproles bye Malcolm Jenkins bye and some of those were tough to take and some of them actually hurt the team But they're not going to get pushed around when it comes to negotiations. They just don't. That's not how they're built. That's not how they run things. That's not how they do things. Let's quickly head back out to the hotline. Welcome on David to the show. David, good morning to you, brother. What's on your mind, my friend? Hey, Raymond. Uh, I don't know. Did you watch the press conference with Dennis Allen? I watched a little bit of it, yeah. Okay. So, like, um, Sean Payton used to send little messages like on his shirt. I don't know if this yeah, was a, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis Allison's shirt. I'm pretty sure that wasn't coincidental that he wrote he wore that shirt to that press conference. What was give me a description on the it, shirt if you well, can. It said, it said teens on it. <laughs> oh. In big in capital letters. Teens. Yeah, and see and, and that's and, and that goes back to my point, David, that look, from the outside looking in, everything looks like it's a gravy train on biscuit wheels, right? Right and and they support their guy and they back their guy. It could be just a simple thing of Chauncey wanted more money or Chauncey just wanted to have the spotlight more on him and they're like, well, no, man, this is what we're going to do. We're heading into the season. He's like, well, I want more money and they go, oh, okay, then we're parting ways. Like I, so did you? And I'm guessing you heard about that. Like uh, after I guess negotiations broke down and he was. Uh, on the, the field practicing, and he might have, like, tweaked something in the end zone. And he said something, like, uh, to the effect of, see, that's why I, I wanted the contract, see what y'all doing to me and stuff like yeah. that. It, I mean, that's kind of like, like that shirt says, it's always going to be team first, you know. It's a good point, and, David. And I'm afraid that dude, this is kind of similar to what we did with Malcolm Jenkins. <laughs> it, it, it's a slot corner that – uh Close to Philly, and then moving him to safety again. You know, I, I don't know, and, and he might turn out to be a great, you know, a great safety. But only time's going to tell. But it's it's kind of got that eerie feeling. I, I get it because of because it also involves the Eagles. I appreciate the phone call, right. David. Thank I'm up you. against a break, but thank you. Yeah, it, it does have that feeling, right? Darren Sproles, Malcolm Jenkins went to Philly. <laughs> Philly always battles new orleans right there's a great little history there between the two franchises feels that way i get it he could go to philly and ball out and, and the saints have to play the eagles too this year right in philly i do believe so <laughs> so that's part of that too right you're like oh great now you get to face them that's not optimal not optimal at all. But once again, yeah, you, you heard some chatter about Chauncey complaining about his contract, Chauncey talking about it to the media, Chauncey talking about it at practice. There's a lot of guys on that team, like DeMario, like others, that don't want to hear that. For as much as the Saints like to celebrate on defense and and kind of have a bit of a swag to them and and kind of you know, want to irritate the NFL. They got a lot of old school cats on that team. 
and guys that behave and handle their business a certain way. That's what I'm saying. Chauncey may not have fit into that culture, if you know what I'm saying. We got to take a timeout. More RP3 and company coming up. We'll take the, keep those phone calls coming. Game hotline is open. 337-706-0111. That's 337-706-0111. You're listening to The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. This is Brett Musburger's Action Update. Richard Javier on the Hill for the Houston Astros today. They're a $1.33 road favorite at Texas and Martin Perez, who's 10-4 and four with a 2.69 ERA. Rangers a plus 122 underdog, 7.5 under the total from Globe Life Field, where the Astros and Rangers meet today right here on the game. College football Saturday, Louisiana Tech, a 20-point underdog at Missouri. That number up from 19.5. The total is high as 60 and a half back down to 60 at Memorial Stadium in Columbia, Missouri. Florida State and LSU meet at Caesar Superdome Sunday. The Tigers are the three-point favorite. Red Hot winning picks available. Experts.winnersandwiners.com. Save 75% on any Best Bets package with the promo code ACTION75. That's ACTION75. Experts.winnersandwiners.com. For more, go to VSIN.com. Mike Sennett on the game. Do you need professional cleaning? From complete home or business cleaning to fire and water disasters, Superior Contract Cleaning is the only company you'll need. Visit SuperiorContractCleaning.com or call 337-247-5567. You thinking trailers? Think Tibbs. Whether you tug it, tow it, or transport it, Tibbs Trailers is your headquarters for enclosed, flatbed, and hydraulic trailers. You won't find a better selection or a better price than right here. We've got the experts to repair or customize your trailer so it'll be ready for whatever you pull it through. Why would you go anywhere else when you can go to Tibbs Trailers? Now we're talking trailers. Between Scott and Dusan. Karen Crow's Pelican Park is bringing back its Glow and the Crow Hot Air Balloon Festival on Friday, September 2nd and Saturday, September 3rd. Once again, hot air balloons will be flying over Karen Crow in the mornings with a Glow event held in the evenings. There's also going to be several bands playing both evenings, a tethered balloon ride area, a carnival ride area, and arts and crafts area. And don't forget, plenty of food and drinks available for purchase. All balloon rides are subject to weather conditions. For more, crowglow.com. Community is when you walk in a business and they know you by name. These local businesses are proud to call Acadiana home. They're proud to be certified South Louisiana. Cypress Propane has one of the largest selections of tanks, serving Lake Charles and all of Acadiana with six locations. Residential, commercial, industrial, or agriculture tanks are available now. No wait with Cypress Propane. Cypress Propane, honored to serve the people of Southwest Louisiana. SouthernCottonBlooms.com is a locally owned online children's clothing boutique. Find everything from smocked clothing to modern wear. Selections are cute, fashionable, and affordable for boys and girls, newborn to 10 years. SouthernCottonBlooms.com. Bro Bridge Truck Stop Casino. We have the newest games around, hot seat drawings, and monthly specials like no one else. Located on the Bro Bridge Highway in the banks of the Vermilion River. Come on out today and try your luck at the Bro Bridge Truck Stop Casino. Support our local community and shop certified South Louisiana. 
Has your home or business experienced an unexpected disaster? From fire and water damage restoration to mold remediation, call the experts immediately at Superior Contract Cleaning, 337-247-5567 or visit superiorcontractcleaning.com. Time is running out for you to score tickets to see the Houston Astros live in person. Go register in the Game Rewards Club to win four tickets to see Houston take on Tampa Bay Saturday, October 1st. We'll even throw in a tour of the ballpark and hotel accommodations that Saturday night. This is the last Astros Weekend giveaway of the regular season. Astros Weekend Getaways are powered by Butcher AC, La Meridian Houston downtown, and the game, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Download the free The Game mobile app for Android and Apple devices. No matter where you are in the country, you can listen to The Game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. The wait is almost over. New football season is about to begin. You can get ready for NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action for opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up by 7. You win. That's right. Check it out. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use promo code 1037GAME to get $200 in free bets instantly. When you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code 1037GAME only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years of age to play. Physically present in Louisiana. Select parishes only. Bonus is issued as a free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions do apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-877-770-STOP. Oh, let's head out to the game hotline. Plenty to talk about this morning. Darren is out there. Way number one Raging Cajun fan of RP3 and Company, Darren. Man, that's part of the RP3 and Company Fantasy Football League, Darren. Yes, D, what's going on, bud? Hey, yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing this morning? Hey, man, you and I have been talking about this possibly happening for a while, haven't we? With Chauncey. Yes, sir. Yep. That's why that's why I'm not the one that's surprised about it. And like like I'm trying to get everyone to realize it, it is it's not a big surprise to me because they drafted a cornerback in the second round who is very versatile, who can play inside and outside. There it is. And Chauncey Gardner is only a nickel. And he wants to be the highest paid nickel at his position. And the Saints is, is not gonna tie up all the money into paying a person to play just one position. If they're going to pay somebody, they're going to pay Lattimore or somebody who's going to be versatile for them. You understand what I'm saying? And you don't see any of the Saints players complaining that he's gone. I understand what he brings with the attitude, but that doesn't fit into the game plan. You understand what I'm saying? 
And 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 it's not like Chidi was Deion Sanders or anything or Darrell Revis, where you couldn't line him up against just anybody and let him lock them down. When he make a play, it was a nice attitude on the field, but I'm sure other guys like the Hunter Badger can bring that same attitude to the field. There it is. So, I mean, why is everybody crying about us losing one player when we probably have the guy that we drafted can grow into being that same type of player? Nobody was complaining when they lost Von Bell. And look, CD was a great replacement. And I'm seeing that they're probably going to move him to safety when he gets to Philly. And we also had two safety spots open. And if he's going to move to safety, why didn't he move just him to safety at Saints, at the Saints? Because he only was tied down to nickel. So there's also all kind of other things going into that besides the money. So, I mean, people got to understand there's reasons why people move on. And the Saints know what they're talking about always with their roster moves. So you can't cry about, oh, we're losing our attitude of the defense. We're losing our attitude of the defense. Hey, sometimes I don't fit into the scheme. And the next man up may be the better man up, just like he was better than Von Bell when everybody thought Von Bell was better off with the Saints and he moved on and we got C.D. Deuce. There it is. That's the point I'm trying to make. Darren, great phone call, brother. You delivered, my man. Have a tremendous day, my friend. Thank you. You too. Yeah. So, so CD Deuce wants to play safety. Wants to get paid like a safety. Saints lost both of their starting safeties. They did not move him to safety. They instead brought in Marcus May. They instead brought in the Honey Badger. They instead drafted Alante Taylor. What does that tell you? And the head coach now is the guy who coached Chauncey Gardner-Johnson his entire pro career. Don't you think he'd be the guy pounding the table to Mickey Loomis saying, we got a starting safety right here. we just going to move Chauncey over. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Just saying. And they've lost guys before, and sometimes it hurts, and sometimes it doesn't. They lost Malcolm, Jen- you know, they lost Malcolm Jenkins the first time. That hurt. They lost Vaughn Bell. That didn't hurt. Hey, just saying. And I, I would be paying somebody else more. I'm not paying a slot corner all that money. I'm just not. I'm just not going to. We got to take a timeout. We'll wrap up our number one. You know what? Before we do that, we got to unveil the foodie poll question of the week. We've been so focused on old Chauncey Gardner-Johnson not being here that we hadn't had a chance to even unveil one of the favorite things about doing a show on a Wednesday, the foodie poll question of the week. This was brought up last night at dinner. What is your favorite bread to have with dinner? Do you go with like a dinner roll, a yeast roll? You know, when you go to the steakhouse, they always have the bread. You're like, oh, right? You get excited about it. Do you go with rolls? Do you go with biscuits? Sometimes biscuits are available at dinner. Do you eat up on the biscuits? Do you go with cornbread? Oh, let's see. That's a game changer. Cornbread? What? Or do you go with all of the above? That's our foodie poll question of the week. What is your favorite bread to have with dinner? Go vote on that. Leave your comments on Facebook and Twitter, and we'll update it throughout today's show, we promise. We've got to take a time out. 
More RP3 and company coming up right here on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station and your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. This is Saints legend Roman Harper, and you are listening to The Game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Here is The Game Traffic Report on 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station, your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. It's a relatively clear Wednesday morning with no traffic accidents to report. But if you see something, do say something. Just call us at 337-706-0119. This update was brought to you by Superior Contract Cleaning, Acadiana's top choice for flood, fire, and mold remediation. Visit superiorcontractcleaning.com. That's your traffic report on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Attention sports fans. Your favorite sports book, BetUS.com, is back for our 28th year of NFL action. With the industry's biggest sign-up bonus of up to 200%, BetUS offers our members the opportunity to cash in on all your favorite leagues, including NFL, NBA, MLB, and more. We've also got hundreds of new casino games, including the coolest European slots, and our live dealers are waiting for you at the tables. Sign up at BetUS.com or call 1-800-79-BETUS and get into the action. BetUS, where the game begins. Frank and Tony Productions announced the return of Leroy Parnell to the James Devin Munkus Theater in the Acadiana Center for the Arts. Friday evening, September 23rd, Leroy Parnell. What kind of fool do you think I am? I ain't falling for you all over again. Leroy Parnell, Grammy-nominated Nashville guitar legend, will take the stage at the James Devin Munkus Theater. A night you don't want to miss. Tickets are available at Acadiana Center for the Arts box office or online at AcadianaCenterForTheArts.com. Get your tickets now for Leroy Parnell. One night only at the James Devin Munkus Theater in the Acadiana Center for the Arts. Friday, September 23rd, a Frank and Tony production. Look out in the street there. You know what you don't see? My car because I had to sell it to pay the lawyer I hired when I got busted for drunk driving. Know what else you don't see? My girlfriend, who decided that a guy with no car and no license and no money was no fun. Cops are out there cracking down on drunk driving all across the country, and they'll see you before you see them. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Louisiana Highway Safety Commission. Delta Home Center and Trailer Sales, your one-stop shop for utility and cargo trailers, heavy-duty dump and gooseneck trailers, portable buildings, cabins, decks, porches, fences, metal carports, site-built metal shops, and mobile homes. Located at Exit 7 in Caracrow or at deltatrailersales.com. Explore Banana Republic Factory now and enjoy 50% off everything from heritage classics to new arrivals for the season. Discover essential styles from $24.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Did you miss the latest episode of Crunch Time with Miguez and Mesh? Here's what the fellas said. Has Bradley Roby done so well for you that he has to be prioritized over Chauncey Gardner-Johnson? I don't think so. Is P.J. Williams that great of a safety to where Chauncey Gardner-Johnson couldn't play there? Crunch Time with Miguez and Mesh. Weekday afternoons, 4 to 6 on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. 
Football season is here in the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles wants to crown you the tailgating king with the ultimate tailgate giveaway powered by St. Landry Lumber, Austin Outdoors, and the game. You can score yourself $500 to chop specialty meats, a new grill with accessories, a cooler, a set of chairs, a $500 Visa gift card, tickets to LSU and Raging Cajun football games, and so much more. Enter in the Game Rewards Club at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. It's the ultimate tailgate giveaway, but you can't win it unless you become a member of our rewards club. So go sign up today. It's simple. It's easy. It's free. Ultimate tailgate giveaway is powered by St. Landry Lumber, Austin Outdoors, and The Game. The foodie poll question of the week is our poll question of the day every Wednesday. We asked you, what is your favorite bread to have with dinner? Right now, running away with it. 68% of you say rolls. 16% 16% say all of the above. 12% say cornbread. Cornbread needs to be hired on. I'm just saying. 4% say biscuits. JPK, the OD, says, I agree with JPC for the most part. Rolls are the only answer unless dinner is beans or chili. Let me tell you about my upside-down cornbread with sweet Vidalia onions, cheese, and bacon. JPK, the OD. Love it. Ton says, depends on what's on the menu. Usually rolls, especially the light, fluffy steakhouse rolls. However... Biscuits are are the way to go if you're having breakfast for dinner or if you're at a certain restaurant with rocking chairs outside. Cornbread if eating beans or collards. Brad says, it depends because bread doesn't go with every meal. I like cornbread with gumbo and beef stew, brown, and serve rolls with rice and gravy meals. There we go. Keep those votes coming. Keep those comments coming on our foodie poll question of the week. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming up. Here on the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. Do you need professional cleaning? From complete home or business cleaning to fire and water disasters, Superior Contract Cleaning is the only company you'll need. Visit SuperiorContractCleaning.com or call 337-247-5567. This is for the men who never settle, the ones who miss the fairway all day. And still pull out the big stick. The type of guys who will always prefer to be behind the grill than in front of the camera. And the men who never let their friends forget about a high school nickname. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. Who wants to settle for a single TV? With more TVs, bigger screens, plus our fabulous scenic views, there's more to watch at Twin Peaks. Attention sports fans. Your favorite sports book, BetUS.com, is back for our 28th year of NFL action. With the industry's biggest sign-up bonus of up to 200%, BetUS offers our members the opportunity to cash in on all your favorite leagues, including NFL, NBA, MLB, and more. We've also got hundreds of new casino games, including the coolest European slots, and our live dealers are waiting for you with the tables. You need a sportsbook with integrity, longevity, and you need to know you're going to get paid. You need a sportsbook that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, Horses, esports, and all kinds of crazy bets. Call today at 1 800 79 BetUS. That's 1 800 79 BetUS, and they will walk you through setting up an account. Nobody in the industry gives better bonuses than BetUS. Join now. Mention BetUS 2022, and you can get up to 200% in bonuses on your first deposit. Nobody beats that. Head to BetUS.com and join today. That's BetUS, where the game begins. 
Has your home or business experienced an unexpected disaster? From fire and water damage restoration to mold remediation, call the experts immediately at Superior Contract Cleaning, 337-247-5567 or visit superiorcontractcleaning.com. Live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette, we are Southwest Louisiana's sports station. KLWB, Karen Crow, Lafayette. The game, 1037. KLCJ FM, Oak Grove, Lake Charles. The game, 1041. A Delta Media station. This game isn't fun. This game is a war. It's time for the two minute drill. Hurry it up, hurry it up, hurry it up. Powered by FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can make every moment more. Come on, let's go, you guys. Get in here, we gotta go fast now. The Houston Astros opened up their two-game series last night against the Texas Rangers with a 4-2 victory behind another solid outing for Framber Valdez, who allowed two runs and struck out eight and eight innings of work. The Astros will look to complete the sweep this afternoon with first pitch at 105, and you'll hear all the action on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. In other Astros news, Justin Verlander is headed for a 15-day IL with a right calf injury. Now for your scores around the MLB. The Guardians were victorious over the Orioles 5-1. The Mariners overcame the Tigers 9-3. The Twins hammered the Red Sox 10-5. The Athletics beat the Nationals 10-6. The Pirates triumphed over the Brewers 4-2. And the Diamondbacks crushed the Phillies 12-3. The New Orleans Saints have traded fan favorite Chauncey Garden-Johnson and a 2025 seventh-round pick to the Eagles for three draft picks, a fifth-round selection in 2023, and two sixth-round picks in 2024. The 24-year-old had a career-high three interceptions last season, and this summer, Garden Johnson called himself the best nickel cornerback in the NFL. Gardner Johnson is expected to start at safety for Philadelphia. He was looking for a new contract with the Saints, and those talks reportedly broke down, which led to the trade. LSU football coach Brian Kelly has not publicly announced the starting quarterback for Sunday's season opener against Florida State, but he has announced the Tigers' starting offensive line. The tackles are Will Campbell and Cam Wire, guards Miles Frazier and Anthony Bradford, and the center is Garrett Dellinger. I'm Blaw Bayard with your two-minute drill on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. The two-minute drill has been powered by FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can make every moment more. This weather update on the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles is brought to you by Superior Contract Cleaning, Acadiana's top choice for flood, fire, and mold remediation. Visit superiorcontractcleaning.com. Overall, a quiet morning here to start off this Wednesday. Temperatures are in the mid-70s with a few areas of light fog. Rain chances today on the lower side as they'll increase the 30%. So for the afternoon, just looking at some isolated showers and thunderstorms. Partly cloudy skies otherwise, and it will be hot and steamy with high temperatures near 93 degrees. That brings that heat index closer to about 105 to 108 degrees. From the live Doppler 10 Storm Team Weather Center, I'm Chris Cozart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything, everything, everything gonna be all right this morning. Live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette, here is the producer extraordinaire, Hannah Five Names, and your big, bald, beautiful host, Raymond Parts III, better known as RP3.
Hour number two has arrived here on RP3 and Company. Hour number one, oh man, we chopped it up, talked a lot about Chauncey Garner-Johnson being traded from the Saints to the Philadelphia Eagles for a bag of crawfish with no potatoes, no corn, no sausage. It's the best way to describe it. But did he fit into the culture? Was he going to, was there a possibility that he was a problem or a future problem? Like Darren said last last hour when he called, you don't see a lot of his teammates, you know, hey, can't believe this is happening. This sucks. Yeah, they're not treating this the same way they treated when Mark Ingram couldn't get signed. Are they? Just saying. It's an interesting development. And if he wanted a ton of money, they weren't going to be able to pay him a ton of money. You don't pay a ton of money to a slot corner. You just don't. It's just not it's just not financially feasible or responsible for an NFL team to do that. Especially if the Saints where you could use that money to beef up your offensive line more. O-line's more important than slot corner. Linebacker. Other positions. Just saying. He's not, he's not Marshawn Lattimore. You're not gonna break the bank paying a guy to be a slot corner. Our foodie poll question of the week, of course, is our poll question of the day on Wednesdays. We're asking you, what is your favorite bread to have with dinner? Rolls, biscuits, cornbread, or all of the above. Rolls is running away with it. Y'all are also giving some great recommendations here with your comments. John Paul Cajun Daddy says, so this one actually is very easy. A roll is the only thing that can be answered. First, a biscuit is for breakfast, and the question says dinner. ha. <laughs> Also can uh, also can pick cornbread because it is part of dinner and question says with dinner. So the answer is a roll. <laughs> Very good, John Paul. Ralph says, oh, Ralph's breaking out the French on me this morning. French bread is the correct answer. I'm from Generette, so preferably legit. They do have some of the best French bread you, you will ever have. Little place right there in Generette on Main Street. Old school bakery. Oh, man, it's so good. When I worked at the Iberian in New Iberia, Oh man, <laughs> there are more than there'd be more than a few occasions where I'd just drive into Generate just to go to that place to get bread. Period. Nothing else. Just getting the bread. Was that a lunch from time to time? Yeah, it was. The bread's that good. But he says, if I'm having chili, give me cornbread. Steve says croissant. Steve is so fancy. Steve has a fancy palate. I feel like I would learn more about food if we had dinner with Steve, our buddy Salty Steve. He says, croissant braised with garlic butter. If they are flaky and light, there's nothing better with any meal. Ralph says, when you're at Texas Roadhouse and your waiter asks if you'd like more bread, and he shares the gift from when Harry met Sally. Yes, yes, yes. Keep those votes coming. Keep those comments coming on our poll question of the day. Today on Wednesday, of course, it's our foodie poll question of the week. What's your favorite bread to have with dinner? Some great answers. Keep those votes coming. Y'all are killing it this morning. But right now, it's time for us to talk Raging Cajuns football. It's time for us to talk to the man in charge of the Vermilion in white We'll do this every Wednesday morning here on RP3 and Company. 
It's time for us to talk Raging Cajun football with Coach Des. 180! Raging Cajuns head football coach Michael Desimo joins RP3 and company to talk all things Vermillion and White. It's time for Hashtag UL Culture with Coach Des. Coach Des addressed the media earlier this week for his weekly press conference. And he touched on several uh, different topics, as he typically does, as the Cajuns gear up for taking on the Southeastern Louisiana Lions on Saturday at Cajun Field. And he went deep on what Coach Selfo's offense is going to be bringing to the table when the two teams square off Saturday night. You know, I think they've got, they've got a really strong identity in what they are. You know, they they have a new DC calling it this year, um, but he's been there the last couple years, and his background is similar to what they do. You know, I'm sure there'll be some wrinkles here and there. You know, the quarterback they have, we're pretty familiar with. He was a starter at South Alabama for a couple years, and I mean, to say he's very capable is an understatement. Guy's a really good player. Their offense, what they do on offense, they're very multiple. You know, they uh, a lot of different personnel groups, and they do a lot of things out of it. You know, Cole Kelly, you know, obviously he threw for a million yards over there, but the guy ran the ball pretty well, too. You know, the guy they have now, he is a good athlete, probably a better runner than, than Cole was, or I guess faster than Cole was, maybe not quite the passer, uh, but there's always a little bit of give and take in there. And I think that their offense is set up where I don't expect to see them go to something completely different because they've had so many different schemes and so many different types of types of plays that got got the ball in the hands of the people that needs to get into. And I think they're going to continue to do that. So, you know, certainly there's some unknowns. They'll have some wrinkles like everybody does. But I, I think they'll, for the most part, look the same. So a couple of things there from Coach Dez. The offense, they expect for it to look the same. Even though the quarterback is different, Cole Kelly's no longer there, the former Turling's Catholic star. But they're familiar with, not only the offense that Southeastern runs, but they're also familiar with the quarterback who's running the set offense because he played at South Alabama for a couple of years. So that's going to make it a little bit easier to game plan, but they expect still a, an offense that wants to come in there and be high powered. That's what Coach Selfo has been doing since he took over the Southeastern Louisiana Lions program. He's an offensive minded coach. Their offenses have been very good, but some familiarity there, not only because of the offense, but because of the man leading the offense, the quarterback formerly of South Alabama. What about the Lions defense? What can we expect to see? What are some of the challenges that they present the Raging Cajuns offense? Yeah, I mean, they're secondary. They got two preseason All-Americans, if I'm not mistaken, at corner. You know, Zai, obviously, I know him really well. Recruited him out of high school, you know, from Lauraville. Um, and I've followed him over there, and he's He's played great since the day he got there. You know, they're really talented on the back end. You know, I think defensively, I, I think their front's really good as well, you know. So it's not like you can say, well, we're going to sit back there and do all this stuff to, to pick on the secondary because they have a lot of players on defense that they roll in on the D-line, um, a good group. You know, you're going to have to be really, I think, uh, precise in the pass game. You're going to have to take what they give you. Um, you know, they're not, they don't play, you know, straight man all the way across the board the whole game. They do it in spots. But, you know, we're just going to have to read the defense and go where the ball needs to go. And our guys that get it, they got to make plays after the catch. You know, you got to take what they give you. I don't think if it gets in the game where you try to force it, their secondary has good players in it and they make plays on the ball. So you got to take what they give you. Um, you got to be patient. And I think you got to make sure that 
you're trying to make your uh, receivers runners after the catch, you know, give them a good ball where they can run and try to get yards. Um, and you certainly don't want to get and live in the world where you're trying to force things into bad looks because they have players that can that can definitely make plays on the ball. The two FCS All-Americans he was speaking of are on the back end, Zaya Alexander, who played at Lorville High School. Very talented young man, if I remember right. Zai played football and baseball for Lorville High School. He stepped up as a freshman in 2021. And he led the Southland Conference in interceptions with six and went on his way to earning All-American honors. He returns and is joined by Fernando Jordan. He went down last year with an injury that paved the way for Zai to get a chance. Those two guys will be anchoring the back end of the defense. Also up front, the defensive line is experienced. Eight, re- eight returners from a year ago will play, including Garrett Crawford and John Graves the third, who combined for 10 sacks a year ago. So they got some dogs on that side of the football. They do. Southeastern is going to present its own challenges. Coach Dez understands that. Coach Dez knows that. For him, what are the biggest areas of concern now that camp is over and they're preparing for their season opener what still needs to be worked on what still needs to be tweaked so to speak we feel good about our team you know uh, there's a lot of guys right now that I think do have to go out and actually play the game I certainly expect our kids to make mistakes I mean um, I'm not you know naive enough to think we're gonna go out there and play a perfect game shoot I've never been a part of one so you know, we're going to make mistakes and we're going to have some growing pains with some of these guys, but we got the right mix of veterans and youngsters that have to go out there and play, you know, and I think that's part of the, the mature maturity process, right? Those young guys that never got to do it, they're going to make young guy mistakes, quarterbacks included. You know, it's, it's all part of the process. And, you know, I think the thing that you want to do is I've heard this a long time, my whole career as a player, as a coach that, you know, you make the most improvement from week one to week two. Because the first game, no matter how much you prepare, the first game's the first game. We've worked really hard to get our baseline for the first game at a high level where the improvement to week two is certainly at a higher level. So, you know, for us, you know, we expect to make mistakes. I know that's going to happen, but, you know, you just got to get them out there and let them go do it. And until you do it, you don't really know exactly where you're at. I'm certainly excited to see it. As he should be. Look. The team that we're going to see Saturday at Cajun Field is not going to be the same team that we're going to see three, four weeks down the road. First of all, no Trey Amos, former Catholic High of New Iberia star. He's going to be one of their lockdown corners. He's not going to be he's not going to be able to play. So he's going to get healthy. He's going to be able to play for this team. And they're going to get better. You see it every single year. Week one to week two. Vast improvement. Week two to week three, vast improvement. The team that you see in the first month of the season is not the same team you see at the tail end. But you want to start off on the right foot. You want to be able to go in there and begin the season off with a victory over the Southeastern Lions. Once again, they'll be kicking off playing each other Saturday night inside the confines of Cajun Field. Matthew Miguez will be there covering as well as Hannah Five Names. That's right, the tag team duo of Matthew and Hannah will be giving you all the coverage on social media and on our website from the Raging Cajuns home opener. They still have to figure out one thing, though. It has yet to be decided. What are they going to do with kicker? 
How are they going to figure that out? Almodeus is a really good kicker, but he's banged up. What's the latest updates on who's going to be making those extra points and those field goals for the Raging Cajuns, which, by the way, has been critical to their success the last few years. They've won a lot of close games, and they've done so because they've had reliable kicking. We're still working through it. Been, it's been really close. You know, I, I think Kenny's had a bunch of really good days. and He's got a body of work, you know, over time. But, you know, Stafford has really come in pretty strong in camp as well. So, you know, we're going to keep letting that play out. We're going to kick field goals, you know, Monday, today, tomorrow, and Thursday. So we're, we're going to keep tracking it all the way to the end. And like anything, you know, I mean, the thing you tell them is, look, you know, it might not work out the way you want, but you got to be ready because things happen throughout the year. And Kenny's an example of that a couple years ago, right? In 2020, he wasn't the starter. Things didn't go the way we wanted to go. He ends up being the starter and makes a bunch of big kicks for us. So, you know, whether it be Kenny or Stafford or, or Klotz, who's still in the mix a little bit, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let it let the chips fall as they, as they will, and we'll go out there and, you know, we'll plan plan A, plan B. So, That's got to make you a little nervous if you're a Raging Cajun fan that, you know, they're still trying to figure out who their kicker is. You, you, you don't want to have uncertainty about that position. You want to be able to say that's good to go. But you got to trust Coach here to be able to make the right decision and, and to figure it out moving forward one more with coach Des you know he was asked during the presser on Monday about you know guys getting playing time and how does that work and he break he basically broke it down he said look if they've earned the right if they deserve playing time they're going to get it you know Nathan Thomas is an example last year Played him a little bit early, and as the year went on, he played more and more, and at the end of the year, he was a starter for us. So there's just there's just so many scenarios that play out. Even on the two deep, you're still going to have some guys that are third-string guys that are going to play and going to deserve to play. So, you know, most of that is, is, is set, but, you know, there's always a lot of work to do when you talk about sitting here on a Monday of a game week. You know, there's a lot of things to clean up and to get solidified as far as game plan goes and, you know, who gives you the best chance to go out there and go play every week. You know, that's something that we – Week to week, we've decided, and you guys have seen that over the years. You know, at running back, you know, in the past when, you know, you had Chris and Regus and Eli and even Raymond, you know, who went out there first and took the first snap. Well, that was always decided week to week. So I think there's some there's value in those competitions as well. So a lot of guys, the guys that deserve to play are going to play, though, however, whatever that order looks like. Tune in next Wednesday for Hashtag UL Culture with Coach Dez here on RP3 and Company. The Game Clubhouse at 1037thegame.com and 1041thegame.com can help you with your date night blues. That's because once you become a member of our rewards club, you're going to have the opportunity to score excellent prizes like a $150 gift certificate to Mr. Lester Steakhouse at Cypress Bayou or a $25 gift certificate to Mabel's Kitchen also at Cypress Bayou. You could also score yourself a $50 gift certificate to Acadiana Bar and Grill. All three are great spots. All three will help you with your date night blues, and you can show your lady that you appreciate her. Probably would be good to do, especially with football season here, fellas. We know how sometimes the ladies get pushed aside for the football. We want to help you keep you out of the doghouse, but we can't do that unless you become a member of our clubhouse. So go sign up today. It's simple, it's easy, and it's free. Simply visit 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. Sign up today for the Game Rewards Club. We got to take a timeout. 
We'll talk more New Orleans Saints football when we come back here on RP3 and Company. You're listening to The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and you're home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. A shot to left field. Going back on it's Gordon. He'll look up at the corner. You're listening to The Game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. And your home for the Houston Astros. Here is the game traffic report on 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. There are no accidents to report right now, but school zones will be in effect soon, so watch out for that. And if you want to report anything, just call us at 337-706-0119. This update was brought to you by Superior Contract Cleaning, Acadiana's top choice for flood, fire, and mold remediation. Visit superiorcontractcleaning.com. That's your traffic report on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Delta Media is your home for thrilling high school football. This season's lineup includes St. Thomas Moore on the game. 1037 Lafayette, Acadiana on MeTV FM 97.7. Karen Crow on Z1059. Southside on Mustang 1071. Vermilion Parish on 106.3 Radio Lafayette. St. Landry Parish on News Talk 98.5. And Bart on the game 1041 Lake Charles. Delta Media is your home for Friday Night Football. One out of every four car accidents in the United States are caused by texting and driving. Sending or reading a text takes your eyes off the road for five seconds. Together, let's stop the text and stop the wrecks. Stay safe, Acadiana. This message provided by attorney Lance Beal. Attention sports fans. Your favorite sports book, BetUS.com, is back for our 28th year of NFL action. With the industry's biggest sign-up bonus of up to 200%, BetUS offers our members the opportunity to cash in on all your favorite leagues, including NFL, NBA, MLB, and more. We've also got hundreds of new casino games, including the coolest European slots, and our live dealers are waiting for you at the tables. You need a sportsbook with integrity, longevity, and you need to know you're going to get paid. You need a sportsbook that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, and all kinds of crazy bets. Call today at 1-800-79-BETUS. That's 1-800-79-BETUS, and they will walk you through setting up an account. Nobody in the industry gives better bonuses than BetUS. Join now. Mention BetUS 2022, and you can get up to 200% in bonuses on your first deposit. Nobody beats that. Head to BetUS.com and join today. That's BetUS, where the game begins. Delta Home Center and Trailer Sales, your one-stop shop for utility and cargo trailers, heavy-duty dump and gooseneck trailers, portable buildings, cabins, decks, porches, fences, metal carports, site-built metal shops, and mobile homes. Located at Exit 7 in Caracro or at deltatrailersales.com. Community is when you walk in a business and they know you by name. These local businesses are proud to call Acadiana home. They're proud to be certified South Louisiana. This is Joel Fruget from Acadiana Prescription Shop, inviting you to experience the service and confidence of getting your prescription filled by people who know you and your health care needs. Our service is fast and always friendly. Acadiana Prescription Shop, next to Champagne's in Lafayette's Oil Center. Bearwood Furniture Center carries quality indoor and outdoor furniture that's constructed from solid wood. Do you need furniture now? Bearwood Furniture Center has a large variety of furniture in stock. From our showroom to your home, Bearwood Furniture Center, Exit 7 in Karen Crow, or BearwoodFurnitureCenter.com. 
Cafe 20.3 is expanding hours and looking for new team members. Apply today. It's a casual cafe nestled next to a bayou. Open at 6, serving boudin breakfast burritos and more, plus a drive-thru for pickup orders. Cafe 20.3 on General Mouton and University. Support our local community and shop certified South Louisiana. Want to join in the discussion with RP3? Then just give us a call on the hotline. You know the number. Two, four, niner, five, six, seven, eight. I can't hear you. You're trailing off. And did I catch a niner in there? Were you calling from a walkie-talkie? No need to be embarrassed. Just call us at 337-706-0111. Back to more RP3 and company on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. The wait is almost over. A new football season is about to begin. Get ready for the NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook and an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. You want more action for opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up by 7, you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use promo code 1037GAME, that's 1037GAME, to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code 1037GAME, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 years of age to play, physically present in Louisiana. Select parishes only. Bonus is issued as a free bet. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions do apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Licensee partners, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-877-770-STOP. Let's get back to the New Orleans Saints. Once again, big news yesterday was cut-down day. Dejon Dixon, Kirk Merritt, some of those guys that were kind of camp standouts got cut. I would expect them to try to be stashed on the practice squad. We'll see if other teams don't come in to poach them away. But the big news, of course, was nickel corner Chauncey Gardner-Johnson being shipped out to the Philadelphia Eagles. And obviously that leads to questions, okay, well, who's going to fill that role Who's going to step in and take over that position? And Dennis Allen answered those questions yesterday about who he believes is a natural fit for that slot role. I feel like we've got several options to go into that slot. So, you know, again, I, I, and I'm, you know, I feel like the players that we have in the building right now are perfectly capable of performing at a very high level for us. One of those guys they kept was Bradley Roby. Now, they brought him in last year, if you remember, to play corner. Can he play nickel? Maybe. Will it be P.J. Williams playing nickel? Possibly. But what about Roby? You know, it, we keep hearing reports that he made some strides, and Dennis Allen talked about that. Yeah, I think he's way more comfortable right now um, than where he was. Well, obviously, at this time last year, he wasn't even here. But, um, yeah, I think he's – I think specifically – you know, he's done a really good job on the outside. There's been some real good competition at the corner position. And um, he's a guy that we feel 
extremely confident that we can put in the game and, and, and execute at a high level. Probably going to see Roby there, maybe Alante Taylor. More than likely, right off the bat, I think that's probably going to be P.J. Williams's role is they're going to be the slot corner because he can play both. They probably don't want to throw the rookie to the in, into the fire just yet, even though I think Alante Taylor's game is suited to play slot corner. So they have some options there, and you also got a veteran like Roby that can come in and play the slot corner or play the nickel corner. So they have some options there on the back end. The process, though, it's a tough one, right? It's <clears throat> you got all these guys that have been working their tails off to make the roster, have been going through mini camp, going through training camp, and then you have to get down on Tuesday to 53 men. So you have to cut some guys. And Dennis Allen talked about what that process is like deciding who gets cut and who doesn't. Well, look, there's a process that we go through, and these are not one-person decisions, any of these. And when I say a process, I'm not just talking about, you know, over the last 24 hours. I'm talking about from the very beginning, the guys that we brought on to the 90-man roster and all the moves that we've made up to this point. There's a lot of discussion that takes place with the assistant coaches, with personnel. We meet together a ton, and everybody has a say. Everybody has a voice. And then ultimately, it comes down to the decision makers to make the final decision. And that's, you know, really the job that I'm in. Once again, yesterday was cut down day. They got down to 53-man for the roster. Interesting, Trevor Penning was left on the 53-man roster, which means they anticipate him coming back. The first-round draft pick, the offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa, not on the IR, on the 53-man roster, which is interesting. Got to keep a kind of eye on that. Obviously, trading Chauncey Garner-Johnson, the fan favorite, doesn't go over well with fans, but the locker room knows that this is a business and the locker room understands they got to keep it moving. And Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, LSU legend, his first year with the Saints, you know, he was asked about the trade that kind of shook the Saints fandom yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I just got here, you know, what, four or five months ago. You know, he's been a great teammate, you know, a lot of energy, you know, a lot of enthusiasm. You know, he really loves to play football. And, um, you know, that's just that's just the unfortunate part of this business. You know, sometimes, you know, you have to make difficult decisions. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, we wish him well. You know, uh, I've grown to, you know, really have a good relationship with him. You know, I'm hoping that that can continue, you know, no matter, you know, where we are, you know, in this world. But um, just really wishing him the best. Um, but more importantly, man, I, th I think we got a good room. I think we got a deep room. And um, mm -hmm. so, you know, no matter who's in there, I think I think we'll be ready to roll. You heard what he said there, right? He was respectful about it, but he's like, we, we got a deep room. They do. You could argue the Saints have the deepest secondary in the league. Marshawn Lattimore, Paulson Adebo, Bradley Roby at corner, Tyron Matthew, Marcus May, Alante Taylor, Daniel Sorensen, Justin Evans, P.J. Williams, we heard teams in the last two to three weeks were calling the Saints about the depth they had at wide receiver and the depth they had in their secondary. Teams have been sniffing around for them for a couple weeks. They're loaded on the back end. They are. They are. They're loaded. And Honey Badger has even asked for himself, you know, hey, uh, what about taking on some of that responsibility of playing in the slot? 
Yeah, I mean, I've, I've done those things in the past. Uh, obviously, if, you know, coach, you know, uh, you know, if he wants to put me there, you know, I'm more than willing to, you know, throw my hand in the pile. Um, but, you know, we got guys like Roby, you know, P.J. Williams, guys that have already been in this system for a while that kind of know the ins and the outs of it, you know what I mean? So uh, to, to a real fine detail. So, uh, you know, like I said, I think, um, you know, no matter what one of those guys, you know, step in, uh, I think those guys would be a, a good look for us. Yeah, there you go. Roby, P.J. Williams will more than likely be your leading candidates there. I also think Elante Taylor is probably going to get some run. And what about, I mentioned him, Justin Evans. They brought him in. What can he bring to the table? Yeah, man, he's a gamer. He, he's a gamer, man. Um, you know, I think that's one thing I've, I've noticed, you know, about him. You know, when those lights come on, you know, no moment is really too big for him. You know, obviously he hasn't played ball in a while, but, you know, I think that, that tenacity, you know, that spirit, you know, I think it's still in there. And, um, you know, it's good to see. They're loaded. They got plenty of guys. They got plenty of guys. I know Chauncey was a fan favorite, but I still really, really, really high on this defense. We got to take a timeout. When we return here on RP3 and Company, the Mad Dog, Ron Higgins, will join us. Going to talk all things LSU. They open up the season Sunday night against Florida State. We'll break it all down. That's next right here on The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. This is Brett Musburger's action update. The Saints traded defensive back Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to the Philadelphia Eagles for draft picks. Gardner-Johnson, 43 games, 31 starts with the Saints, 5 picks and 28 passes defended. The Saints open up the season Sunday, September the 11th, a five-and-a-half point road favorite at Atlanta in an NFC South matchup, the total 42 at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Saturday, Louisiana Tech, a 20-point dog at Missouri to kick off the season. Tulane laying 29 at home with UMass. LSU and Florida State meet at Caesars Superdome. The Tigers are the three-point favorite. Baseball today in the game, Houston, a $1.33 favorite at Texas. Red Hot winning picks available, experts.winnersandwiners.com. Save 75% on any Best Bets package with the promo code ACTION75. That's ACTION75, experts.winnersandwiners.com. For more, go to VSIN.com. Mike Sennett on the game. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. Attention sports fans. Your favorite sports book, BetUS.com, is back for our 28th year of NFL action. With the industry's biggest sign-up bonus of up to 200%, BetUS offers our members the opportunity to cash in on all your favorite leagues, including NFL, NBA, MLB, and more. We've also got hundreds of new casino games, including the coolest European slots, and our live dealers are waiting for you at the tables. You need a sports book with integrity, longevity, and you need to know you're going to get paid. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, 
horses, esports, and all kinds of crazy bets. Call today at 1-800-79-BETUS. That's 1-800-79-BETUS, and they will walk you through setting up an account. Nobody in the industry gives better bonuses than BETUS. Join now. Mention BETUS 2022, and you can get up to 200% in bonuses on your first deposit. Nobody beats that. Head to BETUS.com and join today. That's BETUS, where the game begins. Frank and Tony Productions announced the return of Leroy Parnell to the James Devin Munkus Theater in the Acadiana Center for the Arts. Friday evening, September 23rd, Leroy Parnell. What kind of fool do you think I am? I ain't falling for you all over again. Leroy Parnell, Grammy-nominated Nashville guitar legend, will take the stage at the James Devin Munkus Theater, a night you don't want to miss. Tickets are available at Acadiana Center for the Arts box office or online at AcadianaCenterForTheArts.com. Get your tickets now for Leroy Parnell. One night only at the James Devin Munkus Theater in the Acadiana Center for the Arts. Friday, September 23rd, a Frank and Tony production. Didn't get tickets to LSU's season opener against Florida State in the Superdome? Not to worry, Tiger fans. You can still have a great time by coming out to Twin Peaks on Johnston Street this Sunday night from 6 to 8. Enjoy ice-cold beverages, burgers, and hang out with Crunch Time host Matt Miguez. It's the game's LSU watch party at Twin Peaks on Johnston Street this Sunday night. Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Half the week is in the books, which means it's time to talk Bayou Bengals with Tiger Details columnist, the mad dog himself, Ron Higgins. Here is Hold That Tiger on RP3 and Company. Good morning, mad dog. How are you today, bud? I'm good. I'm, I'm ready to roll. It's game week, finally. I mean, finally, it's here. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, I would tell you what day I'm going down to New Orleans, but I'm not. It's a tactical advantage for me not to let you know that. <laughs> tactical advantage, which I just love. That's fine. Hey, before we get started dissecting LSU Florida State inside the Caesar Superdome on Sunday, all right, let's just dive in to our poll question of the day because on Wednesday's Mad Dog, as you know, we do a foodie poll question of the week. So, what is your favorite bread to have with dinner? Is it rolls? Is it biscuits? Is it cornbread? Or is it all of the above? What are you doing with the bread at dinner, bud? God, it depends what you're eating, you know? If it's it's red beans and rice, it's it's cornbread. I mean, absolutely. If it's, uh, say, something roast beef or something like that, it's rolls and... uh, you know, and honestly, I mean, if you want to get specific, if you're going to something like jambalaya gumbo or a poor boy's French bread. So there's a lot of, I mean, it depends on your food group. It's for, you know, it's very specific to the food group. You just can't throw a, an anomalous piece of bread in there. You just, you, you got the, you, know, you have to, you have to, you have to look at your matchups first, you know. Oh, nice. You know, it's a bread ma- bread and food matchup, bread and entree matchup. Oh, yeah. I love I love that. Yeah, my daughter Hattie 
you you know what she loves to do and 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 she picked this up by going to her her Mimi and her pops is she loves sometimes just for dinner having what cornbread and milk so you just break up the cornbread from the dinner before or the day before and you put it in a bowl and you just pour milk on it and you eat it like that my daughter absolutely loves having cornbread and milk like that 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 could be her dinner every day all day that's an old old, old school move there so you know Hattie, Hattie's got an old soul there, you know. Yes, she does. Yes, every, she... Time see, every time I see Hattie on Facebook, I think Hattie's, you know, you know, her, her soul is like she's about 24 or 25 years old. Like she's not, she's like a decade or two ahead. <laughs> good luck with that. Thank, good luck. thank you. Thank you. I'll make sure to tell my wife, Tina, good luck as well. Uh, yes, yes. She 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 is our truly our blessing. And uh, it, she, uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, she's she's a big bread person. We we went to the buffet last night, and uh, the first thing my my daughter was focused on was was the bread. Of course, had had to get the big roll. That that was her her big move. All right, bud. Let's put the food talk aside. Let's focus on the game. Let's focus on Brian Kelly deciding not to announce who his starting quarterback is. I, I get it. He wants to keep Florida State off balance. He doesn't want to let them know who it is. I I, I get it. I guess. It, does it really matter, though? No, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Even though at the press conference he announces it, I'm in the front row and I kind of look, I kind of, kind of roll my eyes. Go, really? You know? Afterwards, he goes, "I saw you roll your eyes." I said, "Yeah, I did. I sure did." Uh, I, 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 yeah, I rolled my eyes at it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what a tactical advantage it is. Hell, I mean, God, Jaden Daniels played against Florida State in a bowl game when he was a freshman. Notre Dame's played Florida State. That I mean, last two years, it's not like they don't know what Brian Clay likes to do. I, I thought it was, I think it's, you know, as, I think as a head coach taking advantage of his, I can do this if I want to. So, you know, he can really screw it up by sending both both quarterbacks onto the field for the first play. <laughs> I think you have, have them line up next to each other and, and just tell the center, you know. Pick which one you want to snap the ball to, and, and we know the play. But when, when the quarterback will hand the ball to the other guy, whatever you want to do, just just let's just do it that way. Uh, I don't know if it, I don't know if it matters. I mean, uh, I, I, I you know I, I really if it's not Daniels, I'll be surprised. I think uh, nothing against Nussmeyer. Uh, I think Jaden Daniels uh, obviously has more experience uh, and he's faster. Uh, and right now with this offensive line, you don't know quite what you're going to get yet. And you'd like to get off to a good start in this game. Uh, and that's not saying thus Mark can do some of those things, but uh, I would go with Jaden Daniels. Uh, yeah, I rolled my eyes at Kelly. He goes, why? He goes, he goes why'd you? He goes, I said, yeah, I rolled my eyes. I said, I said, I had my story written. I was ready to press the send button, who it was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I think it'll be Daniels, and I think Florida State knows it's probably Daniels. And but again, they they've had Phil with both guys, and they've actually played one guy, you know. So um, they played it, you know, they played Kelly's offenses, so they know what kind of like what he likes to do. So they want to call it a tactical advantage. Well, God bless him. How much of an advantage is it for Florida State? having played a game already, but it was against Duquesne, right? I didn't even know they had a football program until three weeks ago when I heard that Florida State was opening up against them. And it's inferior competition. 
How much of an advantage is that actually going to be come Sunday night in the Dome? I'd be surprised if it was any kind of great advantage. I thought UCLA last year, uh, it helped them because they played at Hawaii, which Hawaii was decent last year, not this year, but last year, start season, they were decent. Uh, listen, UCLA on their offensive line outweighed Duquesne by 30 pounds, Duquesne's 30 pounds on the defensive line. So, yeah, there's a reason you're up for 400 something yards on that. I mean, really. Uh, what I noticed was that, you know, Florida State's secondary isn't that good. It, re- it really isn't. Uh, I think LSU's strengths on this team, uh, their receivers and LSU's defensive line really matches up well with Florida State's question marks. I think Florida State's line was that great. I mean, they played they like, again, you outweigh somebody by 30 pounds, you don't have that same athleticism. You're, you're supposed to do that. Uh, I think uh, Florida State's quarterback could be a problem a little bit. He's, uh, but again, if, if he's if he's the same type of quarterback that, you know, you know, the Jaden Daniels is, and you face that kind of quarterback in practice some. So uh, you've seen that kind of guy who's fast, who can, uh, who can really run, who's uh, a decent passer. Uh, I'll be interested. I'll be interested to see how many passes that LSU throws downfield in the air more than 30 or 35 yards, 40 yards. All I've seen is all I've seen in scrimmages, and maybe they're hiding this stuff. Is everything has been short? I mean, everything has been slants, quick passes, ball out the quarterback's hands in a hurry uh, to take advantage of LSU's speed, uh, and maybe stay away from inaccuracy. Uh, uh, I've seen I've seen guys run wide open for deep balls in, in, in scrimmages, and uh, balls overthrown or, or, or not thrown well. So. Uh, Will that stop LSU from taking deep shots? Probably not, especially with Nussmeyer if he plays. Uh, I mean, that's a that's a little bit of a concern. But uh, if you're you know if your run game is okay and you are moving the ball with the short passes, I, I just think LSU receiving core is so good that they're going to get yards no matter what. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, and Malik Neighbors in the slot could do a lot of damage. Uh, uh, Kayshawn Booty uh, is, uh, you know, we'll see how, if he's back to form or not uh, from the injury. Uh, you know, Jack Besh doesn't drop anything in the clutch. Uh, so they, uh, they got, they got a, a solid receiving core, and I think they want to give him the ball in space if they can, but also get the ball in a hurry. So, I think this. I think it matched up well for LSU. Also, LSU is in a you know, LSU is in a in a a stadium or a place where uh, they've won eleven of the last twelve times they've played there. The only loss was a twenty-one nothing loss to Alabama in the national championship game. So they've won they've won they've won eleven of the last twelve in the dome. So it's a place they they play well in. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be a wild weekend. You know, as I as I wrote somewhere, I can't remember what it was. This is one of the few cities in America that will not run out of alcohol for LSU fans. So. <laughs> no, no, it won't. It won't. Uh, should you think the point spread is three, I think, or three, three and a half for the Tigers? Do you think uh-huh. that's too low? Yeah, I do. I, I, I think it would be like a 10-point game. And I think it will be uh, – I think the under is, what, 52? I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, 
I think it'll be under. Yeah, I, I think it'll be like a. I, I'm looking at like something like twenty-seven seventeen LSU, something like that. I, I just. Uh, I, mean, I mean, if it's an offensive explosion by either side, I'll be shocked. Uh, you know, I, especially from LSU, I just don't think they're. Uh, their offense is still kind of a mystery. You don't know what you're really going to get because you have, uh, you know, new starters all along the offensive line. Uh, you have entirely, uh, uh, you have a, a new starting backfield. You know, some uh, uh, transfers mixed in on both sides. So you don't you don't know what you're going to get. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, last year the Notre Dame Florida State game was a shootout, and so you know. But again, the you know, Kelly's was with the team that was established. He knew his personnel, and uh, you know ju he's just now getting kind of you know shaping the lineup, first lineup for the first game, and see what he's got. So uh, yeah, it, w it would have benefited LSU to have, have a, a first game against somebody. And it, you know if that's an edge for Florida State, I mean maybe it's a little bit of an edge. But I just think LSU's. The, the talent makes up for it, I mean, especially when you start comparing recruiting classes for the past several years. It's not going to be close. We're talking with the Mad Dog, Ron Higgins, columnist, award-winning columnist for Tiger Details. He joins us here on RP3 and Company. All right, give me – you already mentioned kind of the matchups. LSU's D-line has an advantage over Florida State's O-line, and the LSU wide receivers have an advantage over Florida State's DBs. Uh, give me the the big key to the game, and your prediction for Sunday night's game uh, between LSU and Florida State there inside the Caesar Superdome. Uh, I think the key for LSU is uh, one just stopping Florida State's run and making them one dimensional. You know, make make their quarterback one dimensional. Make their quarterback throw. You know, make him make him prove himself. That's one and two for LSU. I, I think would would be just a uh, make some plays offensively, uh, turn some short stuff into big gainers. I think that's, I mean, it could be LSU secret offensively, uh, cash in, you know, cash in when you're in the red zone. I think Florida state's cashed in points 37 straight times in the red zone. Uh, LSU needs to do that. Uh, and just, you know, play a, a nice steady game and, and, and let your, you know, and let your talent take over. I mean, this L LSU should not lose this game. LSU is more talented, and and now you've got a coach who's, uh, you know, a, a really good coach. Uh, and in most coaching matchups, he has the edge, and this should be one of them. Now, I'm saying, I'm I'm, I'm saying twenty-seven to seventeen. I mean, that's that's a really conservative score, but that's because I, I just, you know. I don't know what LSU is going to do offensively. Defensively, I have a good feeling about it. I mean, offensively, I don't know, you know. Uh, I mean, I just, you know, I mean, you don't know what the quarterbacks are going to give you. I mean, you know they're, you know what they do well, but you don't know what they're going to give you. So, uh, and you got an offensive line that's got, you know, shuffled around all over the place, you know, got first-time starters at almost every position on that line. So, uh that's a mystery. But one thing about LSU this year, they are totally healthy going to this game. And they've been healthy throughout training camp. And that's a credit to Brian Kelly, the way he runs practices. It's a credit to the, uh, the strength and conditioning staff who uh, got them in really good shape, 
without breaking their bodies down like what happened last year. And so I think, uh, I think, I think there was there's a plan for Brian Kelly with his plan to prepare teams for opening games and, and for the season, and it's an actual plan. It's not guessing, you know. Uh, and that that's a credit to Brian Kelly, who who not once this summer ran with his shirt off down LSU's levee. <laughs> Mad dog, I gotta let you go, brother. I'm gonna see you Sunday night, right inside the press box. Yes, he will. I'm not going to tell you where I'm sitting, but it's a tactical advantage. Tactical advantage. Brother, enjoy the rest of your week, bud. I'll see you Sunday night. My whole marriage has been a tactical advantage. You know that? <laughs> see ya. See ya, bud. It's Ron Higgins, the Mad Dog. Joining us here on RP3 and Company, talking all things LSU. Hey, if you didn't get tickets to LSU season opener against Florida State in the Superdome, not to worry, Tiger fans. You can still have a great time by coming out to Twin Peaks on Johnston Street this Sunday from 6 to 8. You can enjoy ice-cold adult beverages, burgers, fries, and so much more. And hang out with Crunch Time co-host Matthew Miguez. That's right. We're having a watch party for the LSU opener against Florida State. Going to be there at Twin Peaks on Johnston this Sunday night from 6 to 8. So come out and hang out with Matthew and have a great time there at Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. we got to take a timeout. We'll update the foodie poll question of the week and wrap up our number two. That's next here on The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and your home for the LSU Tigers in Houston Astros. This is LSU star Jack Besh, and you're listening to The Game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Here is the game traffic report on 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. We have two accidents to report. One on I-49 right next to the I-49 towing and recovery shop. Another one at 101 Sable Palms Row right next to the Extreme Fireworks shop. And then we have a stalled vehicle right at the intersection of Ambassador Caffrey Parkway and Collie Saloon. This update was brought to you by Superior Contract Cleaning, Acadiana's top choice for flood, fire, and mold remediation. Visit superiorcontractcleaning.com. That's your traffic report on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Tired of living with chronic joint pain from arthritis or injury? Stop with the steroids and pain meds and don't have surgery until you check out regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. These therapies can help the body have long-term relief of your pain. Meet Dr. Justin Garzone, medical director at QC Kinetics. We use your body's own healing properties, highly concentrate them, and then use that to restore and repair the damaged tissues in your joints. This is a cutting-edge natural solution from local medical professionals. We have a team of of medical assistants, physician assistants, nurse practitioners, and physicians that are trained specifically just to do regenerative medicine. And Dr. Garzone speaks from personal experience. Before joining the QC Kinetics team, he was an actual patient. I am now pain-free. You too can get lasting relief from joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 337-243-4222. That's 337-243-4222. 337-243-4222. 
First responders run to our sides when we need them most. Spend the day honoring these heroes by running at their side. The responders race is Sunday, September 11th at Broussard Sports Complex. Sign up at latrail.org. Have fun and raise funds for Trail and First Responders of Louisiana. Compete in the 10K, 5K, one mile fun run or full battle rattle. This is a day of team spirit and appreciation for all first responders. Plus a little competition never hurt. Open to everyone, latrail.org. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes and in three weeks, presto, you're speaking another language like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. To be a hero on the H&I Day Shift, you got to be tough. We're the good guys. Smart. Here we go. Have a cool ride. I have a plane to fly. Know how to improvise. Now you get the hang of things. And be good with numbers. Why 5-0. For five full hours, these icons never give up. Watch the Day Shift weekdays at 11 a.m. on KDCG, over the air on channel 50.2. Check your local cable listings for the channel in your area. Time now for your LSU update, brought to you by LSUshop.net. Hello, everybody. This is Chris Blair. Well, fresh off their West Coast swing, the LSU soccer team now 2-0-2 on the season. Emerged victorious over San Diego on Sunday by a final score of 4-1. That brings back the Tigers with a little momentum as they return home to take on Grambling State 6 o'clock this coming Friday at the LSU Soccer Stadium. We invite you out to see the Tigers along with Sage Glover, who was named SEC Freshman of the Week this week, by the Southeastern Conference. Show your Tiger pride with a visit to lsushop.net, the official online store of LSU Athletics. Everything a Tiger fan needs for game day and every day. lsushop.net, the official online store of LSU Athletics. Oh, our number two has come to a close. I ran way too long. My producer, producer extraordinaire, Hannah Five Names, is fussing at me for uh, rambling on too much in the last segment. My apologies. I will try to do better during the break. Hour number three, though, is going to be amazing. Andrew Juge will join us from the Saints Happy Hour podcast for the Black and Gold Report or the Big Easy Blitz. Then... We'll also update the poll question of the day. And Dan McDonald will help kick off our number three, talking all things Raging Cajuns. That's next on The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. Explore Banana Republic Factory now and enjoy 50% off everything from heritage classics to new arrivals for the season. Discover essential styles from $24.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Attention sports fans. 
Your favorite sports book, BetUS.com, is back for our 28th year of NFL action. With the industry's biggest sign-up bonus of up to 200%, BetUS offers our members the opportunity to cash in on all your favorite leagues, including NFL, NBA, MLB, and more. We've also got hundreds of new casino games, including the coolest European slots, and our live dealers are waiting for you at the tables. Sign up at BetUS.com or call 1-800-79-BETUS and get into the action. BetUS, where the game begins. Don't put your life on the line when you dig. Do what the pros do. Call Louisiana 811 before you dig. It's a free public service and it's the law. Louisiana 811. The summer is over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Raymond Parsh III, better known as RP3. I want you to call my friends over at QC Kinetics right now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees and back and shoulders and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, and guess what? No surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people here have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today. Stop putting it off. Call now for a free consultation. Call 337-243-4222. That's 337-243-4222. We are Southwest Louisiana's sports station. This is KLWB, Karen Crow, Lafayette, The Game, 1037, KLCJ-FM, Oak Grove, Lake Charles, The Game, 1041, a Delta media station. This game isn't fun. This game is a war. It's time for the two-minute drill. Hurry it up, hurry it up, hurry it up. Powered by FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can make every moment more. Come on, let's go, you guys. Get in here, we got to go fast now. The Houston Astros opened up their two-game series last night against the Texas Rangers with a 4-2 victory behind another solid outing for Framber Valdez, who allowed two runs and struck out eight and eight innings of work. The Astros will look to complete the sweep this afternoon with first pitch at 105, and you'll hear all the action on the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. In other Astros news, Justin Verlander is headed for a 15-day IL with a right calf injury. Now for your scores around the MLB. The Guardians were victorious over the Orioles 5-1. The Mariners overcame the Tigers 9-3. The Twins hammered the Red Sox 10-5. The Athletics beat the Nationals 10-6. The Pirates triumphed over the Brewers 4-2. And the Diamondbacks crushed the Phillies 12-3. The New Orleans Saints have traded fan favorite Chauncey Garden-Johnson and a 2025 seventh-round pick to the Eagles for three draft picks, a fifth-round selection in 2023, and two sixth-round picks in 2024. The 24-year-old had a career-high three interceptions last season, and this summer, Gardner Johnson called himself the best nickel cornerback in the NFL. Gardner Johnson is expected to start at safety for Philadelphia. He was looking for a new contract with the Saints, and those talks reportedly broke down, which led to the trade. LSU football coach Brian Kelly has not publicly announced the starting quarterback for Sunday's season opener against Florida State, but he has announced the Tigers' starting offensive line. The tackles are Will Campbell and Cam Wire, guards Miles Frazier and Anthony Bradford, and the centers Garrett Dellinger. I'm Blaw Berard with your two-minute drill on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. The two-minute drill has been powered by FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can make every moment more.
This weather update on the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles is brought to you by Superior Contract Cleaning, Acadiana's top choice for flood, fire, and mold remediation. Visit superiorcontractcleaning.com. Overall, a quiet morning here to start off this Wednesday. Temperatures are in the mid-70s with a few areas of light fog. Rain chances today on the lower side as they'll increase to 30%. So for the afternoon, just looking at some isolated showers and thunderstorms. Partly cloudy skies otherwise, and it will be hot and steamy with high temperatures near 93 degrees. That brings that heat index closer to about 105 to 108 degrees. From the live Doppler 10 Storm Team Weather Center, I'm Chris Cozart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything, everything. Everything gonna be all right this morning. Live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette, here is the producer extraordinaire, Hannah Five Names, and your big, bald, beautiful host, Raymond Parts III, better known as RP3. Hour number three has arrived here on RP3 and Company. Whew, it's been a good show so far today. We're spending a lot of time here talking about Chauncey Gardner-Johnson being traded from the Saints to the Philadelphia Eagles as they move on from their uh, very uh, emotional slot cornerback who tends to be an antagonist when it comes to opposing quarterbacks and opposing wide receivers, so much so that they throw punches at him while he's still wearing his helmet. But they're moving on from him. Apparently contract negotiations broke down, and they opted to trade him for what I call a sack of crawfish with no potatoes or corn or sausage. But they're moving on, and they have a ton of depth in the secondary. Spent a lot of time talking about that. We've also been talking about our poll question of the day, which is always our foodie poll question of the week. That's what we do on Wednesdays. We ask you, what's your go-to when it comes to dinner with bread? Do you go with the roll? Do you go with cornbread? Do you go with biscuits or something else? Keep voting on our poll question of the day. Leave your comments on Facebook and Twitter. Now, though, it's time for us to start off hour number three the right way. Time to take this show to another level. He was the longtime sports information director for the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. He helped guide them through about 17 different name changes while covering some of the best athletes ever to come through. He then became an award-winning reporter national award-winning reporter for the daily advertiser and others he's a louisiana sports hall of famer you can hear him now as the play-by-play voice for espn plus broadcast for the louisiana raging cajuns it's our good friend dan mcdonald now joins us here on the show dan good morning to you brother how are you are you gonna eat your cornbread this morning <laughs> i love cornbread i love cornbread oh, me too oh <laughs> I was telling I was telling uh, Mad Dog, who was all on with us earlier, Higgins. I asked my daughter, and she picked this up from her Mimi and Pop, that she will sometimes just for dinner, Dan, she'll just want cornbread and milk, just like break up cornbread in a bowl and pour milk on it like it's cereal and eat that. Like that's how much we love cornbread in our household. Well, my problem is that I'll take it 
and then I'll slather about a half a pound of butter on top of it. And that's, <laughs> you know, it just it just makes I know it's terrible for me, but you know every once in a while, you know every once in a while I figure I deserve it every once in a while. Uh, as as hard as you work and everything you do, brother, yes, you deserve all the cornbread you can get your hands on. I'll make sure to tell Mary Beth that next time I see her. All right, bud. I want to get your perspective, not on X's and O's, not about the matchup Saturday between UL and Southeastern. That we've already done. I want to get some perspective here about Coach Dez because very rarely do you see a guy who is from the area go on to play at said school, was a star at said school, come back, be an assistant, and then be a head coach. It's not a story that's told a lot in college football in particular. A few guys come to mind, uh, Steve Spurrier at Florida, Mike Shula at Alabama, and some others. Uh, How unique is this story of Coach Dez, a a man that you've known for, well, uh, probably most of his adult life? Well, I think it's special because even those guys you mentioned who came back home, they went somewhere else and then came back home. He has never left. He is the epitome of a Louisiana guy, of a South Louisiana guy, of a guy from the Acadiana area. Um, and it's uh, I, I think it's very special, and I also think it's just so apropos that he is getting to open – his career, and I know he was the head coach for the bowl game. Yeah, I, I get that. Bowl game, which, by the way, was played only two hours from the campus and in his home state. But now he gets to play his first home game against a team that is also right here in the state. And I think when he said that he thought, you know, it's very important to play teams, you know, in the state, he said it was special. And I, he believes that. I believe that. And I think a lot of people believe that. Um, you know, and, and he also, he said, you know, he, in not so many, you know, he doesn't, a lot of times he doesn't mince words. He said, it keeps money inside the state of Louisiana. And I, I think now more than ever, that's important, especially in the world of athletics. But yeah, I think he is excited to play a home game against a state team in what is basically his first game as the full fledged head coach of this program and if there's anybody you know he, he also you know he he plays it pretty close to the vest as far as his own personal emotions most of the time but you know i i think he's just you know beaming inside at the way the circumstances worked out let's talk a little bit about what he was like as a player he was a a phenomenal quarterback there for catholic high of new iberia back in the day he was recruited but he ends up coming to uh, Louisiana and he sets all types of different records and earns all types of accolades for those who maybe weren't around to witness that how big of a deal was it that he stayed at home and played for the Cajuns first of all Dan and just how good of a player really was he well I, I think it was hugely important they recruited at the time you know they were doing some heavy recruiting in the area but he was the type of guy that could have gone and played uh, a lot of different places and people recruited him also in a couple of different positions. But I really think he wanted to play quarterback, and they gave him the opportunity to do it here. Now, he didn't immediately step right into it, but he sort of grew into the role. And folks that were around when when Mike was playing, uh, they were, you know, I, I guess the best way to describe it was they were a little bit ahead of the, the, uh, the curve 
in college football because there wasn't quite the run-pass option game that you have now, but it was pretty close. I mean, you know, he he ran, you know, people forget. They think about a guy like Tyrell Fenroy who, you know, put together four straight 1,000-yard seasons. At the same time he was doing that, Michael Desermo rushed for over 1,000 yards along with his passing numbers. Uh, and it, at the time, you know, quarterbacks just didn't do that. You know, now there are a lot more, you know, quarterbacks running around that have significant rushing figures. You know, that wasn't nearly as common when he was doing it. And, you know, he was, uh, you know, he, he wasn't the fastest guy going, although he was kind of sneaky fast. Uh, but he always seemed to, you know, you'd look down at the end of the game and, oh, along with everything you threw for, here's like 50 or 60 more rushing yardage. Uh, rushing yards, and it was because he was able to do that, and he also had a little bit of a knack for you know finding you know, finding holes in in defenses. Levi Lewis took that to to an art form over the last couple of years, but you know there's there's a there's more similarities than there are differences in what college football is now and what they were doing when he was playing. Talk about the record-setting season when he was named the the player of the year. Did you know, being around the program and covering the program, did you know that he had the potential to really kind of be special that year? Um, yeah, and they, you know they had they had a lot of special guys uh, in that group, and you know you knew that it, there was not the there were not the bowl options when he was playing that there are now. Uh, you knew that the chances of them being able to do that, especially playing against pretty tough non-conference schedule, uh, were were going to be is going to be tough for them to play after the regular season. Uh, so you, you sort of, at least myself, you know, I sort of made the regular season my postseason, if that makes sense. And I, I thought that he was the perfect guy to run what they were doing at that time. And, uh, you know, obviously they, they had a lot of success offensively. And, you know, it was, uh, you know, it, it was just fun to watch. You know, you had, you had Fenroy in the backfield. It was a guy that was going to go get you yards anytime you needed him and would break one every once in a while. But you also had, you know, the, had the quarterback that could do an awful lot of things. It, it just made it fun. And it was just such a perfect fit. He goes on and he wins – a ton of awards and gets all the accolades. He tries to make it as a professional. It it doesn't work out for him. And then he comes back home to get into coaching, but he does so on the high school level. And I, 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 Dan, I I know you know this, but I know he really wanted to be the Catholic high of new Iberia head football coach. And if, if things would have worked out a little bit differently, he may not be right now, the raging Cajuns head football coach. They instead hired Brett Indes, who led them to a state championship victory in another state championship appearance uh, but he really had no aspirations of being a college coach he just wanted to come back home and coach high school kids and and, and you know it is funny the way things worked out and if things had gone differently you know where where would you know where would we be uh where would uh ul be as a program you know you, you never know those kind of things but you know there's a you know 
Billy Napier, who I think was a smart football guy, as smart as as smart a football guy, especially offensively as as I've ever been around. You know, he saw something. Uh, you know, and this was after Mike had been on the staff here before, after he had made the transition to college, and he saw that you know this was a guy that you know even though I'm you know basically clearing house and and bringing in all my own people after a, after Coach Hudspeth's uh, time here. Uh, he said, this was a guy I need to keep around, you know, and obviously he saw something that basically everybody around here sort of already knew. Uh, and, you know, that's, you know, fortunate that that worked out even after, you know, the high school run that Mike had. And, you know, when I think it was, uh, you know, it, it, it is, it was by, you know, it, it wasn't just by chance that when, uh, you know, that when, uh, coach Napier was, out there in the, you know, being talked about by all these jobs, you know, that, that Mike was around and Mike kept taking on more and more responsibilities on that staff. And, you know, this, this didn't just happen by chance. Uh, he, he sort of saw, uh, coach Napier did, you know, what the potential was, uh, for, uh, for coach Desermo to step right in as, as a coach and as a guy that could run this program. And, you know, when, when when that shoe fell, I think it wasn't a big surprise that the next shoe fell. He gets on staff with HUD and then transitions to Billy, and Billy keeps him, as you, you just pointed out. And he's mentioned how greatly it's helped him as a coach to have uh, coach different positions. I, I want to say he's – uh, as an assistant, he coached running backs, he coached wide receivers, he coached tight end, all offensive guys, but he coached multiple position groups, and he was one of their best recruiters. How much is that experience, you think, going to help him prepare to be the head man in charge? Well, one thing, I think playing quarterback helps helped him be able to do that because, you know, when you're a quarterback and, and you're a sharp guy, especially like, Mike was all during the time he was playing uh, in college. He, you know, I'll give you the little side note. He was, you know, when when I was, uh, you know, when I was SID, I always tried to find a guy who would be sort of the face, sort of the spokesman. If somebody called, you know, for like a national type interview, you know, phoning or something like that, he's the kind of guy that I always tried to, you know, make sure he's the one I want to get on the phone with those kind of people. And I'm sure the folks that followed me when Mike was there playing did the same thing. And I think that helped so much. You know, not only did he know all these different offensive areas, he knew how they operated. He knew the intricacies of each position. And as a quarterback, you've got to know that, uh, at least on some level. And, you know, he, he never coached offensive line, but I bet he could just because he's been around them, you know, so much. Fortunately, uh, He's been around some very good offensive line coaches. I think he's got a couple of great ones with him on his staff right now. Uh, but, but yeah, just the knowledge of being able to sort of go back and, and dig into that vault and remember all the things you know, from each of those positions, uh, I think that's invaluable. And as far as, you know, as far as recruiting in the area, one, I don't think there's a high school coach in the area who doesn't have a ton of respect for Mike even back when he was coaching in high school, back when he back when he was playing in high school. He was the kind of guy that you just respected because of what he did, how he carried himself and who he was. And and that's just invaluable because, you know, if you go into a high school 
And, you know, that that coach at that high school, you know, A, doesn't care about you, really, you know, is is not sort of bought into what you're saying, uh, it's going to be tough to recruit that young student athlete. If you've got that high school coach on your side, you know, you've made, you've made a pretty good step. And, you know, then, then it falls now on the family. And, you know, and Mike is so good at, at conversing with people because of his background and because of where he's from. You know, there's a, you know, there's not a local recruit that they're not going to be at least in the middle of, of going after, I think, now and even going forward. And it's just because of his background and who he is. Wrapping up our conversation with the Louisiana Sports Hall of Famer, former longtime sports information director for the Raging Cajuns and award-winning reporter as well, Dan McDonald. He joins us here on RP3 and Company. For you, Dan, you know Coach Dez pretty well. I know him a little bit less than you do, but I've gotten to know him You know, working in New Iberia and, and working here in, in Lafayette. I loved the hire. I know a lot of fans grumbled about it because they felt like they settled for the local guy and that, you know, why didn't you try to go get another big power five assistant? Uh, when Louis Cook signs off on him, when Brian Maggard signs off on him, when Napier signs off on him, it, it seemed like the right move for me. What was your thoughts on that? And what do you tell people that had trepidation about Coach Dez taking over? Well, I tell them, you know, you know, never from any reputable source, you know, I've never heard a bad word. You know, I've, I hear people talk about the theory, you know, of, you know, the local guy against the guy who's had the power five experience, whatever, you know, they're a, they're really not that different as far as how you operate a program. I think Billy Napier proved that he was in a power five program. He came here and he did a lot of the things, given the budget constraints that power five programs do. Uh, um, Coach Dez is going to do the same thing. There's a lot of things, you know, are might look slightly different, but they're not going to be a lot different. I mean, why argue with success? You know, all you have to do is point at those records: eleven and three three years ago, thirteen and one, ten and one. You know, those. They're 34 and five over the last three years. I mean, how many longtime Cajun fans would have ever thought that that could happen? You know, I mean, you just don't argue a success. Uh, I think that they're, you know, they'd be very happy if they just, you know, kept it rolling like this. And it's, um, you know, it's it's a blessing and a curse in that, you know, I really hope the the naysayers don't pop up and say, oh, you didn't go 13 and one again. Uh, you know, you know, it's everything's on the downhill slide. Well, it's not. You know, they were they were fortunate to go thirteen and one. They won a lot of close games. If uh, you know, you know, will they win thirteen games again? You know, probably not. That's a that's an unrealistic goal. But are they going to be in those same games? Are they going to compete like they did in all those games last year? I have no question that that they're going to do that. And you know, uh, there I, I I see no no uh, change in that going forward. The schedules, in fact, the 2024 non-conference schedule that was just recently announced, these schedules give them a chance to do that. You know, they play those first three games this year. Uh, you know, tough competition: Southeastern, Eastern Michigan, and Rice. But they're all winnable games. Uh, you know, they're um, you know they've got a chance, and you know. 
in the they've shown what they can do in the Sun Belt. You know, they've got a chance to be very, very successful, uh, I think, now and going forward. Dan, appreciate your time as always, brother. Enjoy the game on Saturday, my friend, and we'll talk to you soon, brother. Appreciate it. As Dan McDonald, Louisiana Sports Hall of Famer, joining us here, giving us some perspective on Coach Dez. Dan was there, seeing him as a high school star, moving on to the Raging Cajuns, has seen him his entire career, gives some great insight there about what Coach Dez brings to the table as the head coach of the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. We've got to take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll update the poll question of the day, which is our foodie poll question of the week. That's all next right here on The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. Camara bobbles it at the 20. He reels it in, and he's got the ball. What a catch by Camara. You're listening to The Game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station and your home for the NFL. Here is the game traffic report on 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. We have two accidents to report. One on I-49 right next to the I-49 towing and recovery shop. Another one at 101 Sable Palms Row right next to the Extreme Fireworks Shop. And then we have a stalled vehicle right at the intersection of Ambassador Caffrey Parkway and Collie Saloon. This update was brought to you by Superior Contract Cleaning, Acadiana's top choice for flood, fire, and mold remediation. Visit superiorcontractcleaning.com. That's your traffic report on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Football season is here, and the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, wants to crown you the tailgating king with the ultimate tailgate giveaway. Powered by St. Landry Lumber, Austin Outdoors, you can score $500 to chop specialty meats, a new grill with accessories, a $500 Visa gift card, tickets to LSU and Raging Cajun football games, and much more. Enter in the Game Rewards Club. It's the ultimate tailgate giveaway. Powered by St. Landry Lumber, Austin Outdoors, and the game. Do you need professional cleaning? From complete home or business cleaning to fire and water disasters, Superior Contract Cleaning is the only company you'll need. Visit SuperiorContractCleaning.com or call 337-247-5567. Get ready for the NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action for opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up seven, you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. Even if your team loses download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code 1037 game that's code 1037 game only at DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 years of age to play physically present in Louisiana select parishes only bonus issued as free bets one early win token issued at opt-in money line bets only deposit and wagering restrictions apply eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles gambling problem call 1-877-770 stop one out of every four car accidents in the United States are caused by texting and driving. Sending or reading a text takes your eyes off the road for five seconds. Together, let's stop the text and stop the wrecks. Stay safe, Acadiana. This message provided by attorney Lance Beal. Oxner Lafayette General understands that life is better in motion, but life can also be unpredictable. 
A leader in sports medicine, Ochsner Lafayette General's team is there to get you back where you belong. So keep running towards that personal best. Keep dancing. Keep playing. Never stop moving. Because motion leads to moments and moments to memories. Ochsner Lafayette General. Explore Banana Republic Factory now and enjoy 50% off everything. From heritage classics to new arrivals for the season, discover essential styles from $24.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Has your home or business experienced an unexpected disaster? From fire and water damage restoration to mold remediation, call the experts immediately at Superior Contract Cleaning, 337-247-5567 or visit superiorcontractcleaning.com. RP3 doesn't play around when it comes to his personal life. I got one NFL team, I got one college team, I got one Major League Baseball team. And the big fella's also monogamous when it comes to his sports fandom. That's what I got my merch for, that's who I support, period. Call me old-fashioned. Vian. Call me old-fashioned, that's fine. I'll be old-fashioned. RP3 is just committed to providing you with great sports talk here on The Game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana. Sports Station. Oh, let's talk a little Houston Astros baseball. We haven't had time because y'all been talking so much about the Chauncey Gardner Johnson trade, and I get it. I understand. You're feeling blue this morning. And yesterday, it started off with the news that Justin Verlander will be being placed on the IL, the 15-day IL. It's not a serious injury, though. So that's the good thing. He has some discomfort. It's not a tear. There's nothing of that, uh, that much severity. The actual 15-day IL will be uh, go back a few days. So he'll be back in a few weeks. But still, not great news when... Your best pitcher gets put on the 15-day IL. Your Alvarez still having issues with his wrist. That would explain why his numbers continue to plummet month to month to month. That could be a big concern for the Astros now that Alex Bregman has heated up and has finally returned to somewhat of a resemblance of what he used to be, which is good. But now you got the big fellow, the Cuban sensation, he's struggling. All that being said, they still went out there trying to wrap up the month of August strong. It's been a kind of a rough month for the Strohs, only a few games above 500. But they go out there and defeat the Texas Rangers 4-2 to yesterday. Framer Valdez set a new Major League Baseball record, by the way, in case you were wondering. I don't quite understand what a quality start means. It gets thrown around a lot, and I'm not smart enough to understand these things. But Framer has set some new Major League Baseball record, having thrown 22 consecutive quality starts. It's the longest streak by a left-handed pitcher in Major League Baseball history. So last time I checked, that's probably pretty good. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's something to be proud of. Yes, we can all agree to that? Okay. So Framer went out there yesterday, pitched himself a gym. First time All-Star, improved to 14-4 and four overall. 
on the season. Eight innings, scattered seven hits over the eight innings, gave up only two runs, struck out eight through 104 pitches. Now, he gave up a couple of home run balls. You want that back, but overall pitched well. And the Strohs got enough runs to win 4-2. to two. Alex Bregman hit a sack fly to score Altuve there in the first. That kind of set the tone. Then Altuve, Mighty Mouse, as Foot likes to call him, hit a home run, a solo shot in the third. And then Vasco has singled to left to bring in Bregman there in the third as they built up a 3-0 lead. couple of home runs in the third and the fifth, though, by the Rangers closed the gap. But then they walked in a run in the seventh as Yuri Yuli Gurriel was able to draw the walk to bring in that insurance run. Altuve, two of five at the dish with two runs scored. Jeremy Pena had himself a very good game. He's been slumping the last couple months, mainly because pitchers have adjusted to what he does. They're throwing him more chains up, chain, uh, chain up, change, change ups. Whew, that was a struggle. My apologies. And that's kind of kept him off balance a little bit. He went three for five uh, yesterday, last night, scored a run. He had himself a, a, a pretty good game there as well. So the Strohs, they win four to two. They're going to wrap up this little midweek series today against the Rangers in Arlington. First pitch is set for 105. We'll have that game for you right here on the game. We'll interrupt the Jim Rome show, and there'll be no Jordy Holberg show today because of live baseball. Houston Astros live baseball as they try to take both games from the Texas Rangers here in this week day series little mini weekday series update on the foodie poll question of the week which is our poll question of the day on wednesdays what's your favorite bread to have with dinner 60 percent of you are voting rolls 18 percent say all of the above 14 percent say cornbread and eight percent say biscuits cornbread needs to be higher on that list y'all let me down a little bit with that <laughs> we so, gotta, okay, so go to let you know before we hit our timeout a starting pitcher records a quality start when he pitches at least six innings and allows three earned runs or fewer based on the Major League Baseball glossary from MLB.com. Data. Boom. Boom. She just delivered the data. That's why she's the producer extraordinaire. Thank you. I just You just educated me. I knew I hired you for a reason. Yes. Yes. Keep voting on the foodie poll question of the week. Astros, once again, 105 this afternoon. First pitch from Arlington. You can listen to it live right here on the game. We got to take a timeout. When we return here, it'll be time for the Big Easy Blitz. Andrew Juge will join us to talk all things black and gold. I wonder what we'll discuss. That'll be next right here on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station and your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. This is Brett Musburger's Action Update. Christian Javier on the Hill for the Houston Astros today. They're a dollar thirty-three road favorite at Texas and Martin Perez, who's ten and four with a two point six nine ERA. Rangers a plus one twenty-two underdog, seven and a half under the total from Globe Life Field, where the Astros and Rangers meet today, right here on the game. College football Saturday, Louisiana Tech, a 20-point underdog at Missouri. That number up from 19 and a half. 
The total is high as 60 and a half back down to 60 at Memorial Stadium in Columbia, Missouri. Florida State and LSU meet at Caesar Superdome Sunday. The Tigers are the three-point favorite. Red Hot winning picks available. Experts.winnersandwiners.com. Save 75% on any Best Bets package with the promo code ACTION75. That's ACTION75. Experts.winnersandwiners.com. For more, go to VSIN.com. Mike Sennett on the game. Frank and Tony Productions announced the return of Leroy Parnell to the James Devin Munkus Theater in the Acadiana Center for the Arts. Friday evening, September 23rd, Leroy Parnell. What kind of fool do you think I am? I ain't falling for you all over again. Leroy Parnell, Grammy-nominated Nashville guitar legend, will take the stage at the James Devin Munkus Theater, a night you don't want to miss. Tickets are available at Acadiana Center for the Arts box office or online at AcadianaCenterForTheArts.com. Get your tickets now for Leroy Parnell. One night only at the James Devin Munkus Theater in the Acadiana Center for the Arts. Friday, September 23rd, a Frank and Tony production. Junior League of Lafayette's annual Tinsel and Treasures Holiday Market is returning to the Cajun Dome September 21st to the 24th. It's the biggest shopping event of the year. Shop more than 100 merchants to find unique decorations, jewelry, antiques, food, toys, household and gift items, apparel, skincare items, and much more. Tinsel and Treasures has been a great way to kick off the holiday season in the Lafayette community since 1994. With its proceeds supporting Junior League of Lafayette's mission to advance women's leadership through volunteer action, collaboration, and training. Get a jump start on all of your holiday shopping at the Tinsel and Treasures Holiday Market, September 21st through the 24th. For ticket information, visit JuniorLeagueOfLafayette.com. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. Our smart sleepers get 28 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Don't miss our weekend special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Time is running out for you to score tickets to see the Houston Astros live in person. Go register in the Game Rewards Club to win four tickets to see Houston take on Tampa Bay Saturday, October 1st. We'll even throw in a tour of the ballpark and hotel accommodations that Saturday night. This is the last Astros weekend giveaway of the regular season. Astros weekend getaways are powered by Butcher AC, La Meridian Houston downtown, and the game, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Houdan is ready for Saints talk. They give the Camaro. Breaks through. Spins at the two. Into the end zone. Touchdown! Time to talk Saints with the Big Easy Blitz here on RP3 and Company. All 
It's just another ho-hum Wednesday here on RP3 and Company. Nothing to talk about when it comes to the black and gold. I guess we'll just, I don't know, talk about punters from the 1988 season for the Saints. Andrew Juge joins us from the Saints Happy Hour podcast. Hey, bud, what's going on, man? It's kind of boring this week, huh? Yeah, I guess we are talking about the Brian Hansons and Tommy Barnharts of the world. Yes! Um, 1988, that's that's quite a random number, but I do remember punters from that era. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would. This is why we have you on every week, brother. Okay, let's get to the decision, and we're going to break down this trade. I don't mind the fact that they traded him. I, I, I kind of understand why they did. You and I have d- discussed this off the air as well in recent months because you floated this idea about them going ahead and trading Chauncey Gardner-Johnson months ago. Why did you feel that that was something that the team needed to do and why do you think they decided to do it right now? Yeah, the timing is 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 what it is, you know, and I think that's part of the reason why the compensation wasn't great. Uh, anytime you're a seller at 53-man cut-down day, uh, obviously teams know you're trying to get rid of a player and so it's difficult to get the compensation, but you know, I think how this all played out, it really started with um, the Deshaun Watson trade and, and the Saints' attempts to acquire him. And Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was rumored to be part of the package deal in return for Watson. Obviously, that trade doesn't work out, and the Saints don't acquire Watson, and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson stays on the team. But I, I think that kind of put us on a track to maybe what ultimate, ultimately ended with him being traded yesterday and i think part of it is just uh you know that that set the wheels in motion in some ways for there to be disharmony and uh a little bit of discord between the player and the team and uh you know fast forward to training camp and preseason uh, i think there were moments where chauncey gardner johnson was very vocal about his displeasure with his contract uh he sat out practice uh, now he, he attended practice but he sat out the team drills kind of in protest of his deal um there were reports out there that uh, he wasn't on speaking terms with members of the coaching staff that he was kind of giving them the silent treatment and so uh you know I, I think it was all coming to a head pretty quickly and when you see Dennis Allen make that move am I surprised no not at all but but you know Dennis Allen he, he made a comment I thought he was very uh, PC I thought he was very respectful of the player in his press conference but he did make it, his final sentence on the deal which I thought was pretty salient and he he said we decided this was a move that was the best for our, for our football team. And when you put something out there like that and you trade a player for a fifth and sixth round pick, who's clearly much better than the compensation you're getting for him. Uh, I think that kind of says it all that they were ready to get him out of the building. Uh, when it became clear that they were that far apart on contract terms and that they weren't going to be able to come to a resolution to maybe make him happier, to make him satisfied with the situation I think there was a little bit of discomfort and, and lack of trust that they could go a season with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson without him causing problems internally. And uh, so that's why we are where we are. I remember when they were unable to get Mark Ingram to come back on a contract. They were about, what, less than a million off total money to have him come back, and he ended up leaving for the Baltimore Ravens. And I remember, Andrew, Cam Jordan, Alvin Kamara and others not happy and being vocal about not being happy about it on social media and to the media. I didn't hear a peep about Chauncey Gardner-Johnson being traded a week before the start of the season. Is that telling? 
I, I think it is on some level. Look, I, I do think his teammates like him. I mean, I, I think Cam Jordan and Demario Davis have spoken out, and, and I do think um, there's a number of guys who yeah, – I think he was a good teammate. I think his teammates liked him, but uh, I think he was a little bit unpredictable as a player. I, I think this was more of an issue of a rift between the coaching staff and upper management with the player and less about – maybe internally players and, and teammates having a problem with them. Certainly on the other side of the ball, I can't speak to the offensive players. I know Michael Thomas is probably uh, not too bothered about, about Chauncey Gardner-Johnson <laughs> uh, being gone. Obviously, you'll remember Michael Thomas getting suspended for pushing for punching him, sorry, uh, a couple of years ago. So, uh, look, I, I think uh, – at the end of the day, yeah, this is a combustible player. This is a player that over the course of his career has always kind of towed the line. I think that's part of what made him great on the field is uh, his level of energy and his intensity that kind of raised the energy of everyone around him. Uh, he's a world-class Hall of Fame trash talker, and I think you know those elements to his game is what really made him special on the field. And I don't know that he was a great player. I think Saints fans maybe overrated his level a little bit. Uh, maybe Chauncey Gardner-Johnson thought a little bit higher of his level than he really was. Uh, but that was part of what made him really good. I don't know that he was great, but I know that he was good. He's a good player. And, uh, you know, I think that's kind of the thing you you live with a little bit with players like that, where they're kind of always living on the edge of what's appropriate. And it's a fine line between uh, – and look, you know this, Raymond. you you got to be a little crazy to play defense in the NFL because you're putting your body on the line. You're, you're sacrificing every day. And so – uh, I think that's part of what made him fun. I think that's part of what uh, had the fan base so attached to him. Uh, but in the end, I think you wonder if – and look, I think the Saints do have some responsibility to bear here again, the, how they handled the Deshaun Watson stuff, uh, contract negotiations. Certainly uh, trust was breached at that point, and so I think they've had a hand in this too. Uh, but ultimately, I think you have to wonder if Chauncey Gardner-Johnson handled the situation the best way that he could Andrew, so they have plenty of options here to replace him because uh, he was just a nickel corner. It's not like he was your number one corner. He wasn't even your number two corner. That belongs to Marshall Lattimore and Paulson Adebo. You have Roby, who's made strides. We hear coming out of camp. You have the rookie Alante Taylor that could play that position. You have the veteran P.J. Williams that could play that position. Who do you expect will be called up to uh, man the uh, man corner spot for the Saints. Yeah. So listen, short term, I think the Saints did get a little bit worse. I mean, he, again, he's a good player and, and to lose him is, is significant. So I, I do think in the short term, it gets a little worse, but I think two things, I think, first of all, you talk about the depth that you just mentioned and the number of players they have. And you all know, throw another name out there, Justin Evans. Uh, remember he was drafted before Marcus Williams. And, you know, obviously he's been out of the NFL for a couple of years with injuries, but he has had a tremendous training camp. He's looked really good in preseason. He's looked like the Justin Evans of old. And I think his ascension plays a part in this decision as well. And, and so, yes, they are very, very deep in the secondary. Now, are these guys, is P.J. Williams and Roby, are they as good as Chauncey Gardner-Johnson? I, I, I don't think they are. Uh, but they also aren't demanding that kind of contract. And so I, I do think, they can mitigate that loss. Your depth at that position can mitigate that loss a little bit. And now think about the funds that you can allocate towards different things. You're not paying Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. You can use that to re-sign Eric McCoy to a long-term deal or maybe Marcus Davenport or maybe David Onyemata. Or, look, 
they're going to have to make a decision at quarterback in a couple of years and, and sink a lot of money into that position and whether it's keeping Jameis or getting a new guy. So, uh, you know, these funds, they'll be able to use these resources in other ways. And in the secondary, you have to feel pretty good about where they are. As far as who replaces them, look, first of all, Teron Matthews, a guy that's played the slot a lot, uh, about half, a little less than half of his coverage snaps last year in Kansas City were out of the slot. So he can certainly do that. And if you bring him closer to the line of scrimmage, now you have Marcus May and you, there's a need for another safety. P.J. Williams can step into that role. Um, certainly Justin Evans, who we just talked about, great training camp, great preseason, he can step into that role. And uh, I think it, Roby's had a tremendous training camp and you spent a second round draft pick on Elante Taylor. Uh, if all goes well, Elante Taylor really should be a guy that eventually gives you a higher level of play than Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, hopefully. So there's a lot of internal resources that I think mitigate this loss quite a bit. We're talking with Andrew Juge of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. He joins us here on RP3 and Company for the Big Easy Blitz. All right, let's one more about the trade yet again the saints make a deal with the eagles (laughs) sending one of their players or allowing one of their players to go play for the eagles and guess what philly's on the schedule too uh why is this always the case when it comes under mickey loomis that they're uh uh, fan favorite players tend to leave and are either uh, are traded or signed with Philadelphia. Why Why are the Saints forever linked with the Eagles? Listen, I, I think uh, when, when you're making a trade, you're making business with other teams. Uh, there's always going to be the teams that you have a better report with, whether it's a GM or and, – and so you, know, you may be a little bit more open lines of communication. And certainly over the years, we've seen that be true of the Saints and the Patriots. Uh, they've done a lot of deals with the Patriots – the Brandon Cooks trade, uh, the Akeem Hicks trade, Michael Omanawanui. I mean, there, there's been a number of trades, Dave Thomas. Uh, so over the years, there's been a lot with uh, the Patriots. There's been a lot with Seattle, uh, obviously the Jimmy Graham trade. And there's been a lot with the Eagles, for sure. And uh, the Eagles, by the way, look, they, they've got the Saints first round pick. So I think they're, they're sitting feeling a little good about themselves right now because, look, they just took another good player off the Saints. And they're thinking, man, if – we can beat them in January at the end of the season, and we can, uh, and they can have a poor season. We might be looking at a top ten pick. I think that's the way the, the Eagles look at it. But look, I, I still think the Saints are in good shape. Uh, but that's definitely a team that they have done a lot of business with, and kind of one of their go-to. Uh, but you know, Raymond, I, I think it's pretty telling that the Saints shipped out Chauncey Garner Johnson for a sixth, fifth, and sixth round pick because that is nowhere near the level of talent that that guy has and nowhere near the level of performance that he's had over the last couple of years. So if you're going to, the Saints lost this trade. I mean, I think we have to be honest that the Eagles kind of fleece the Saints there. And it's, it's a trade where you look at it and you have to think, yeah, the Eagles got the better end of that deal. They get a really good player for a fifth and sixth round pick. That's good business. And, and I think it's pretty telling of how the Saints felt about that situation that they kind of had to get him out of the building at all costs. One more for you real quick, but only got about like a minute or so. What was the biggest surprise during cutdown day that did not involve the Chauncey Gardner-Johnson trade? You know, I got to be honest, Freeman. I don't really feel like there were a lot of surprises. Uh, I mean, I guess Justin Evans and, and Lewis Kidd are, are kind of the, the nice stories, the biggest surprises that made the team. But, I mean, when you talk about the guys that made this team, it, it's all the old heads and all these backups. It, it's surprising to me a little bit that it, it's so familiar. 
when you look at Tony Jones Jr., Dwayne Washington, Nick Vanette, Jawan Johnson, Calvin Throckmorton, Zach Bond, uh, Andrew Dowell, these are all guys that have made the team before as backups. I'm a little bit surprised that some of these other guys in camp didn't race to that level and maybe take those guys out. So it's, it's a very familiar roster. Uh, and to me, that's probably the biggest surprise. Um, you know, the last name I'll throw out there is Kirk Merritt. He had a good camp, uh, certainly had a shot, but I do think he's a guy that probably comes back on the practice squad. Andrew, appreciate your time as always, brother. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you next Wednesday, bud. Enjoy your weekend. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. The wait is almost over. A new football season is about to begin. It's time for you to get ready for NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. To celebrate the return of the NFL, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. You want more action for opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. Get up to seven. Get up by seven, you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, right now. Use promo code 1037GAME to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code 1037GAME, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. To find out more details concerning wagering restrictions, eligibility, and terms, visit DraftKings.com slash football terms. we got to take a timeout. We'll get you set up for Kevin Foot and Footnotes. That's all coming up next right here on The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and your home for the LSU Tigers in Houston Astros. This is V-Sin's Brent Musburger, and you are listening to The Game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's Sports Station. Here is The Game Traffic Report on 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. It's a cloudy Wednesday morning with no accidents to report. Remember, if you see something, say something. You can call us at 337-706-0119. This update was brought to you by Superior Contract Cleaning, Acadiana's top choice for flood, fire, and mold remediation. Visit superiorcontractcleaning.com. That's your traffic report on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. Attention sports fans. Your favorite sports book, BetUS.com, is back for our 28th year of NFL action. With the industry's biggest sign-up bonus of up to 200%, BetUS offers our members the opportunity to cash in on all your favorite leagues, including NFL, NBA, MLB, and more. We've also got hundreds of new casino games, including the coolest European slots, and our live dealers are waiting for you with the tables. You need a sportsbook with integrity, longevity, and you need to know you're going to get paid. You need a sportsbook that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, 
horses, esports, and all kinds of crazy bets. Call today at 1 800 79 BetUS. That's 1 800 79 BetUS, and they will walk you through setting up an account. Nobody in the industry gives better bonuses than BetUS. Join now. Mention BetUS 2022, and you can get up to 200% in bonuses on your first deposit. Nobody beats that. Head to BetUS.com and join today. That's BetUS, where the game begins. Community is when you walk in a business and they know you by name. These local businesses are proud to call Acadiana home. They're proud to be certified South Louisiana. If you're looking for the best flooring from the local people who serve you right every time, pull into Carpet Mills Outlet off University in Karen Crow. Oh, that's the real deal. That's Carpet Mills Outlet in Karen Crow. The real deal in local flooring. When you need an electrician, you want someone fair, dependable, on time, and thorough. And Mr. Electric is exactly who you're looking for. Our technicians deliver honest, upfront pricing, quality service, and one of the best warranties in the business. Call Mr. Electric or visit mrelectric.com slash Lafayette. Visit Mattress Gallery for the ultimate sleep experience, carrying only the highest quality brands and bedding from Sealy, Stearns & Foster, and Tempur-Pedic. I will personally help you find the perfect fit for a great night's sleep. From selection to delivery, it's Mattress Gallery, Cully Saloon Road, across from River Ranch. Support your local community and shop certified South Louisiana. Uh, time is running out for you to score tickets to see the Houston Astros live in person. Go register in the Game Rewards Club today. So you can get yourself four tickets to see Houston take on the Tampa Bay Rays on Saturday, October the 1st. Or we are going to even throw in a tour of the ballpark and hotel accommodations that Saturday night. That's right. This is the last Astros weekend giveaway of the regular season. There won't be another one for the regular season. This is the last one. If you haven't seen the Strohs play live in person, if you haven't had the chance to score tickets, now's your chance. Astro Weekend Getaways are powered by Butcher AC, Love Meridian, Houston Downtown, and the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. But you can't win if you don't go sign up for our rewards club. So do so today. It's simple, it's easy, it's free. I want to take a moment to thank all of our guests that helped make this edition so special. Coach Dez from the Raging Cajuns, Ron Higgins from Tiger Details, Dan McDonald, the Louisiana Sports Hall of Famer, and Andrew Juge from the Saints Happy Hour podcast. We had a poll question of the day. The foodie poll question of the week. We asked you, what's your go-to bread to have with dinner? Winning the vote. Overwhelmingly winning the vote is rolls. Yeast rolls, Hawaiian rolls, it doesn't matter. Y'all love the rolls. 60% of the vote goes to rolls. It's your winner, winner, chicken dinner as Guy Ferry would say. 17% say all of the above. 14% says cornbread. That should have been higher. 8% say biscuits. Thanks to all who voted on the poll question of the day. For the producer extraordinaire, Miss Hannah Five Names, who educated me about what a quality start is in Major League Baseball. Shout out to her. I'm Raymond Parch III, better known as RP3. We'll do it all again tomorrow, 6 to 9. But until then, be safe out there. Be kind to one another. Kevin Foot and Footnotes is up next right here on The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. Junior League of Life.